It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show Question all the things that you know Steve likes the weed Steve likes the weed Talk about DMT Who's Your Sophisticated Show The Who's Your Sophisticated Show Losers with the dreams Sophisticated blasphemy It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free For the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Hoosier Sophisticate Close your eyes and take a deep breath. Take a moment to settle into your body. As you rest in this peaceful state, let your mind drift as you listen to my words. Take a moment to think of three clear intentions that you want for your future life. Take another beautiful inhale through the nose and a slow exhale out of the mouth. Be clear on these three intentions as we move throughout this meditation and your mind starts to drift off. Focus on the air and the flow of your breath. Let the flow of your breath rise and fall, noticing any tension in your body and allowing that to melt away. As we start to go deeper into this meditation, focus on your breathing. We are going to take a moment to visualize a beautiful bright light in between your eyebrows. Your mind's eye, allow this beautiful bright warm light to expand out, allowing it to grow bigger. Visualize it filling up the room this beautiful, warm, bright light streaming out of your third eye. Take a moment now to think of those three intentions. Allow them to come in and immerse and lay down into your subconscious mind. Just explore this feeling. Explore these intentions as they start to become clearer for you. Notice what you're experiencing. Allow these intentions to come through this beautiful bright light. 
let them embed into your subconscious mind to help you manifest these goals into the future your mind has to arrive there first. Allow them to settle deep into your subconscious mind so you are clear in the direction of where you are going. Take a moment now to visualize the feeling of these goals being manifested in your life. Allow yourself to sit in the space, this immense gratitude, these incredible goals are unfolding. Exploring this future, what sensations are coming up? Is your skin tingling as you feel this warm, bright light? When you've basked in the glory of achieving these goals, allow the beautiful, bright light to gently start to come towards the body. And as this warm, bright light is coming back into your third eye, remind yourself that you are empowered to achieve anything in this life. The beautiful, bright light is getting smaller and smaller and now closing over. Just be reassured that these intentions are within you. Take a moment now to take a deep breath and slowly exhale out of your mouth. Feel your feet on the floor. Wiggle your toes. Whenever you are ready, open up your eyes. Hey guys, it's me. Look at this Columbia jacket. Ooh, this is not waterproof. May, it may feel like it's waterproof and they may say, hey man, this is waterproof, dog. It's not it's just a puffy jacket. It's not. Okay. What's up everybody? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Where's Craig at? Oh, is he? He's late today, huh? No, just kidding. He's pooping. So guys, it's Tuesday. <laughs> It's a great day. I hope you all had fun last night watching the show. We had over 700 million viewers on that show. Broke all kinds of records. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Today we're going to try to get 11 viewers. We're going to try to get 11 viewers in the morning. Monday nights are a little bit different than the rest. Uh, Jason said I can give this away. 75 viewers on Twitch. We can give this away right there. Woo! Guys, I, uh, I woke up with a weird song in my head today. You guys ever heard of uh, Keith Durbin? Well, apparently, there's a country uh, artist named Keith Urban, who I guess somewhat similar to, to uh, Keith, Keith Durbin. This camera seems weird. Hold on. Dark. What was that noise? It just came out of my body. Guys, 
Keith Durbin, well, it's not Keith Durbin. It's actually Keith Urban. And for some fucked up reason, this morning I woke up with, uh, hold on, come now I can think of Sturgill Simpson. It was fucking Keith. I'm gonna love somebody, love somebody like you. Put your arms around me, never let a deed on you. It's like a little mandolin or a banjo. Put your arms around me, never there ain't nothing in this world I'd rather do. What the fuck? I'd have never listened to Keith Urban in my damn life. What's going on in my brain while I'm sleeping that fucking Keith Urban's got to pop up in my head? Not saying I don't like the song. I went through a whole list of Keith Urban songs. Not a fan. I'm going to say it. few songs. Yeah, fine. Fine and dandy. Keith Urban, fine. Whatever. If you like him, you're into him. That's good. That's fine. That's a great thing. I'm glad for you. I'm happy for you that you like Keith Urban. I don't know why I woke up with that song in my head. I'm gonna love somebody, love somebody like you. Did you not around me? Which fucking reminds me, I got shitty news before I went on vacation. Vacation? Before I went on, like, I spent a night out in the woods. Before I went on vacation, um, I had a whole, whole deal. Um, it was a whole deal before I went on. And Jenny's like, Hey, uh, got some bad news for you. I was like, what, honey? I, I'm getting ready to head out of town. I don't need any bad news in my head. I already got enough shit going on in my brain. Um, and she said, Florida Georgia Line might be breaking up. Florida Georgia Line might be breaking up. What the fuck? Man, it's the worst news I've ever heard in my life. What are they going to do? A fucking, they going to do two single careers? Because they can't. They're not. They need each other. They need each other. It's like, it's like me and Craig. Except if Craig left right now, never came back, this thing, I'd still be doing it right now. And he's obviously proven that when I'm late in the mornings, he doesn't need anybody. So we're, we're not like Florida Georgia Line. City County Line, you guys remember those guys? Remember fucking City County Line? I do, okay? And those guys, one hit, broke up. Four hits. They had four hit songs, fucking broke up, left the road. They tried to do a singles thing, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Is my microphone on? Is my microphone on? Oh, streaming picks of the week. Still up. Good job, Seth. Thanks, Seth. Good job, bud. Good job. Oh, here we go. We got Poopy Steve. Eek Steve. What the fuck? Eek Steve. What is Eek Steve going on? Um, he wrote that song for Nicole Kidman when he woke up one morning and she was on the shitter blowing it up and didn't shut the door. She made eye contact with him and he wrote the song on his spot. I'm going to love somebody, love somebody shits like you. Yeah, they're on. I turned them on. I did everything. I took, took care of everything while you were gone. You're drinking some booze, man. What's in there? You're not on camera. I know, but select. Why are you drinking Bud Select so early? What's up, man? You were singing Keith Urban. Oh. Like, you don't fucking like Keith Urban? You live in the woods, woman. I, Keith Urban's probably on your fucking list. On all of our, on all these people's lists. Keith Urban. 
Yeah, he smelled like my dad a little bit. A little like, like spent beer? <laughs> I'll never forget. Me and my buddy were rummaging around. Like we were rummaging around in this garage when we were kids, dude. And, you know, fucking South City fucking garage or, you know, the back garage, the ones that were behind the house. Everybody had a fucking fridge and sure. there was some beer. In got there. a beer fridge. Beer Everybody's fridge. got a beer fridge. And then they had beers stacked up on the side of this thing. So we're looking for a tennis ball or some shit. Right. And I remember some kid goes Psh, and drops all these bush beers like, so, like, three or four of them break. And I'm like, you fucking idiot, dude. I'm going to find this tennis ball. So, I'm over there digging through. And I'm like, Dad? <laughs> oh, fuck. It was just the, the it was smell just of the, the bush beer in booze. here. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh day, the, shit. The smell of, of uh, Jack Daniels. Uh, yeah, it warms my heart, man. Like when I smell like a little Does? sour mash on someone's breath. I'm like, oh. Oh, Daddy. sour mash. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, where are you? I miss you. I miss you, Daddy. I miss you, Daddy. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get get my face off that, that side screen there because it's really. Dude, I'll tell you what. They're coming me out. Another Monday and fuck everything. Oh, my it's going to be. They're a, helping. It's going to be a thing. They're bro. helping, man. It's gonna they're be helping a us so much. They're helping thing, us. So. Living in the woods has nothing to do with shitty music. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's all you guys got. They got a fucking parlor. They got a fucking stand-up <laughs> piano or whatever they fuck. Hey, little Eugene, come to the kit, come to the parlor, and regale us in a tune. He's like, okay, I know Camp Town Races, Camp Town Races, yeah, da da, Camp Town Races, yeah, da da. That's what the fucking woods people do. It's like, turn on the old phonograph. We got a fucking tune we want to play Yanks, for you. Yanks, come home. Yanks, come home. It's 1945. <laughs> the Yanks are coming home. So, yeah, if you live in the woods, you're a piece of shit. Let's just put it that way. Okay, you got a trash palette in music. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm trying to get out to the woods with you. Yeah, I'm no trying to shit. get out to the woods with you. No. You'll find this woods girl in a, a mesh tit. Oh, mosh pit. Mosh pit. I thought she meant like a mesh shirt with her tits out. I wore, down, I wore a Gemini mesh shirt Gen. with my tits out one time. We were talking about the Viani mixer the other day. Oh, boy, did I pick a Half fucking shirt. outfit. Fuck you. You wore a mesh shirt? You're goddamn right. No, I you did. didn't. They wouldn't let you in. They I, wouldn't I walked let you right in. in. I fucking walked right you in. You look like somebody's junk. dad probably coming in. <laughs> look like somebody's dad on the down low, except not so down low. I look like a village person. Why? I don't know. Just because. You didn't have to wear it. No, we didn't have to dress up for mixers. Dude, fucking like Dances nipples pointing either. through the mesh just a Why? little bit. Just because. <laughs> Did anyone talk to I was to going you? to Viani. I thought that was the dress yeah, code. <laughs> Good point. Good point. They're all in fucking. Ask J Rob. He was there. J Rob went to a fucking party? I, I'm telling you, I went with him. I've never. That guy, that guy went to a party? No, he, that, oh, he's pretty straight Jameson edge. Dubs in the house. Hiffy Don. You can't judge a country boy's music by his surroundings. <laughs> Goddamn right I can. You guys listen to fucking <laughs> Sam Hunt. No, Body he don't. Like a dirt road. See, that's Body just it. Like I don't think. I don't think country I've been people singing songs like the back of my hand. Come on, everybody knows that one. I think that city people that want to be country listen to fucking Fuck Sam Hunt. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. If you've lived in the city and you're driving out to go like camping for the weekend, you're putting on fucking Sam Hunt, and you're like, sure, uh, body like a dirt road. I know I've never every heard that curve song. like the back. What's that? I've never seen that on my head. <laughs> yeah, I need on. to get that. I need to get, <laughs> need get that checked out. Um, Sam Hunt does have one good song, though. He does? Yeah. I've never heard it. 
Now it leaves all my pain. That'll settle my brain. It's my first one to take. It's like a rip of an old song. I don't even know what the old song. And he's like, I saw your mama at church. I saw your sister at work. I'm pretty sure I even saw you at the mall. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This one's going to get me. This one's going to get me. Because I've seen girls' moms at church. I've seen girls' sisters at work. And I've seen the third thing that he was talking about, too. I even saw your car at the mall. I remember driving by Crestwood Mall and being like, is my fucking girlfriend's car here? I'll drive, around. I'll drive around this entire parking lot. <laughs> Yay, Twitch is working this morning. Good morning, you beautiful bastards. And you too, Steve. You know, you're talking about... Good way know, to start the fucking day, DC Dollar I like a, uh, Bag. He's got big. He got a big day ahead of him. Dollar bag. Who? Him? DC yeah, Collar? He, yeah, he does. He, he's got a big day today. Good seriously? luck, buddy. Yeah, for real. Yeah. What's he doing? Uh, he's talking about. No, I don't know if he minds, but yeah, probably maybe. I don't know. Big, big, big job interview. Big, big career opportunity. Oh well, I hope it goes terribly. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds. A Vex Simpson lamented in a video clip posted on Instagram, in which the CM, in which the CMA awards. Broadcast is playing on a screen behind him. That's all it would have took. Two seconds. Literally two syllables. John Prine. That's oh, it. That's it. Nope. He continued pointing over his shoulder at Rucker's performance of his painfully cliched new song, Beers and Sunshine. All the time in the world for this shit. He doubled down on the sentiment in the post caption saying, don't get it twisted. I wouldn't be caught dead at this tacky-ass glitter and Botox cake and cock pony show <laughs> even if my chair had a morphine drip. I just wanted to see if they'd say his name. But nope, no time for Buddha. And I promise you they were asked to include him, so a nope, no time decision was made by somebody on Veterans Day, no less. That's fucking our guy Sturgill Simpson saying, fuck you, CMAs, and your fucking little fucking glittery Sam Hunt bullshit pretending this is country music. I fucking love John Prine ain't fucking country music. John Prine is the fucking country music. No, he's not. He's fucking Bob Dylan. He's he's like the Bob Dylan of country music. I like two or three John Prine songs. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he's fucking And I love what Sturgill Sentiment is here. But I don't know where you put fucking John Prine. You put him a thousand, <laughs> and you put him fifteen hundred places ahead of fucking Sam Hunt. No, I'm trying to listen Georgia to Sam Hunt before fucking. I'd kill yeah. myself if I heard three fucking <laughs> bars of a Sam Hunt song. Oh, you or like who's it. the who's the fucking You'd guy? You like one of the Sam? Who's Hunt the guys. dipshit with uh, <laughs> Who's that fucking idiot with like the fucking the this the city fade and the big fucking diamond stud in his fucking ear? He pretends he's a fucking country singer. He got lost on his property. Who was that? fucking idiot oh the guy in the tight jeans that one yeah that <laughs> that's fucking, on stage that eric church goon. no i like church do you yeah he's pretty good fuck you he's um, good. i get him mixed up with the other guy who's like catfish dinner little little with a catfish dinner little catfish dinner i want to fucking kill hang that on who is that because i want to win too. a little catfish dinner it's fucking Eric Church. It's Luke Bryan. Luke that fucking Bryan. Fuck that guy. Luke Bryan, Eric Church. Same no, fucking no, guy. No, yeah, I, I, in my I, head, I've never done any research. No, I'll get you. Let me have it. I think Let you dig on Eric Church. Same I think you dig guy. on Eric Church. I Eric think you Church would. is fuck off with Eric Church. I, I like Craig Morgan's 
boys. Kane Brown. Kane Brown. Kane Brown. Kane, Kane That's Brown. the fucking idiot. He's I want to kick man. him in his fucking throat. Kane Brown. <laughs> I got a name like Kane Brown. My man. parents I'm named me like a country singer, but they raised me like a dickhead. Uh, my you, name's Kane Brown, Kane Brown man. <laughs> I'm <laughs> here you, to Brown. fucking party. They're the same guy. Eric Church. No, they're not. Fucking no, Luke, uh, Luke Bryan. You're absolutely right about that. I, 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 I what, what, what's the difference the between of them? I know I, mean, I saw I that. One of them has talent. <laughs> Eric Church kind of looking like Sturgill Simpson. Has talent and actually oh, he has a song called Springsteen. Springsteen. That's my least favorite. That is the shittiest song of all time. This guy sucks. Pretty shitty subject. What other... Springsteen is a great subject to be singing about. It's just he doesn't even have any drink in my hand. Oh, that's a good song. Drink in my drink a little drink, smoke a little smoke. Yeah, that song's not bad. Nah, he's he's it's he's just kinda... as terrible as the rest of it though. Let's not put Eric Church on a pedestal. Oh, I mean, I'm, I don't for think... drink a little drink, smoke a little. No, smoke. I like that. Uh... I'm drinking and I'm smoking a drink. I'll tell you this. I'm song, the first though. guy to smoke a drink. <laughs> I'm the second guy to drink a smoke. Like no one cares about you, dude. No one cares about you. He's got a song called Lightning that's pretty fucking badass. Yeah, this is fucking... This is what I can get down on. Yeah. Not my speed. It is his worst song. Springsteen is his worst song. Now throw it up. Pour it down. You got a fucking little stop for a fucking clap part? You're right in the same realm as Florida Georgia Line. Now throw no. it up, pour it down. I got a little thing over, still hanging around, and then five, four, three, two, one, rocket man. Do you know all, all these words? I gotta for, do is put a drink in my. You hand. know these words? I don't pour know any of these up, words. Pour it down. Yeah, fuck all that shit. Right now, actually, I like that song. But I'm just saying, you can't separate oh, Eric I can Church separate from him. the rest of them. I can separate you them pretty can't. easily. If you've got a hip-hop if, track on the back of your country song, I want that's you... That's not hip-hop? I want you to stick your head underneath a tire. What do like you have against 808s? They're awful. 808s make music, every song better. The worst. The worst. <laughs> Sorry, it's if not a guy going... Uh, uh, my fucking I'm trying dad to hear somebody died. tell me a story. Yeah, my I don't want to fucking. I want to pretend we're gonna fucking fucking two step to this fucking. There's you're not needle cool. You're not accepted anywhere. This is all Tim McGraw. This is all. That's a fucking uh, great fucking tune. Where does all the money go? I don't want any poetry in my music. Just hey, give me someone with a wig uh, dancing around to a fucking uh, a beatbox. That's where all the money went in the hole in daddy's arm. You get it. I actually like that That's song. A, yeah, because it's a fucking great song. John Prine only has like two or three songs. John Prine has 50 songs. Bullshit, dude. He's got, he's got three. This is and the first song like, you've known the correct words and you don't like it, lion ass. That's your who wife. Who the fuck said that <laughs> That's to your me. wife. 808 will fuck your face. Damn right it will. 808s, dude. They're, they're the fucking... If you're not fucking outcast, keep your 808s. They're a main line to the soul, They're not. Buddy. They're not. They they're what, what they what's are. What's the main line to the soul for you? The fucking jazz fucking yep. Yeah, I want, I want something the jazz out, piano. out of fucking... I want, I want something out of time. Yeah, playing exactly. a crazy yeah, time signature. Exactly. A fucking didgeridoo, an <laughs> yes. electronic didgeridoo. You get me. Thank you. <laughs> Yummy. Just hey. swallow that one right back down. All I'm Mistress is, name music. Hey, I'm a fucking cunt tree boy. <laughs> I'm a fu- and then, well, that's what the funny thing is. I listened to Keith Urban 
Then I listened to some Sam Hunt, and then I did a palate cleanser with Sturgill at the end. Got a haircut and no way. All written and bringing me down. Fucking. He's the band. And I was like, this is country music. It's fucking got all a bunch of fucking great lyrics. And I like the way he sings. Mercury. Like when they don't say Mercury in the song, they drag it Dra- out. Dude, Pearl Jam Eddie is better. excellent. Yep. I was just no about doubt. to say, Eddie yep. Vedder is the king. I don't know what he's yep. saying. And I look at lyrics and I'm like, oh, oh he drugged that yes. one syllable word out for like six bars. Oh, God. It's so good. It is so good. You're gross. Who the fuck said that? Hey. Wouldn't be caught dead at this tacky ass glitter and Botox cake and cock, cock and pony, pony show. show. I, I fucking love, love that guy. I love it, dude. I fucking love him. Well, he fucking went one year. He won the uh, artist. He played. Of the he busted in the parking lot. Yeah, Fuck that. The fucking best, dude. He played out. He's the fucking a guy. They best. would charge two hundred fifty dollars a ticket 100%. to see. He's like, oh, guess what? 100%. Here's, here's me you. on the street, and people were probably like, get this fuck idiot. Mercury and Retrograde by Sturdily Simpson is a great song. Sturdily Durly. Sturdily. Sturdily Durly. <laughs> Farts and snot sucking. Whatever. I can't please this woman. I'm sorry. I'm fucking... I got phlegm and my body's doing stuff. I, I don't know what you want from me. My body me does Me neither, things. pal. My body me does neither, things. pal. What shirt are you wearing? Like, is that a long shirt you slept in? Yeah, I got like, a long shirt on. Tonight. I remember That's my cool. dad's friend. We went to go visit him. We went to go see Arcade Fire in Kansas City, and uh, in the morning, he had like a sleep shirt. <laughs> he had a long shirt on and high socks. Just his balls hanging out, waddling out to just, his just son. Just his balls hanging out underneath, like the underboob. And Jenny and I are like, "What the fuck? You're, we're asleep. We're asleep. We're asleep. We're not. No, we're asleep. <laughs> we're asleep. Ah, we're asleep. We're in his like living room. He's walking around." And I hear his son, who we went to the uh, party or to the to a trip with, who you know organized the whole thing. He's like, "Dad, is that your night shirt, Dad?" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "And they're like, oh, he's awake." I never net him, uh, never let him net him, never, never let him, never let him ever that down because I was like, "Oh, <laughs> your dad wears a night shirt." You came. Somehow you were born from two vaginas, man. (laughs) Which one of your moms had you, dude? And your stepmom, she fucking hates you, dude. She called you Skidmark. Oh, Skidmark naked. Naked, but naked because your stepmom stepmom gave you a complex. Don't drag, don't drag. drag. (laughs) Even in public. He's got a poop naked. All because his mom made fun of him. Uh, I lost my mind. OMG, that was hilarious. Rich said, Dad, is that your nightshirt? Yep, we'll never, neither one of us will ever forget it because it was dead silence. This guy comes, fucking old man comes walking through the, the house and we're like, God damn, that's a one long shirt he's wearing. What is it? You see like was a he little, wearing? You see a little button right here? You know what I mean? It's like a little, little nub. So you're like, a little. This is cock. Like, like that's cock. You're just guessing at it. Yeah, you're just guessing at it. And because he's kind of a, you know, a hefty guy. He was also the type of guy who goes, "Watch, I'll get in anywhere for free." Like he's like, you just got to have the right the dad, attitude. The dad. Yeah. I know. We know somebody like that. He's like, you just got to have the right attitude. So like, we'd go to the movies. He'd buy a ticket, but he'd be like, "Dead eye, the teenager, whoever that's working the ticket thing." Good. And they're like, ah, "Yeah, I'm gonna let." I'm going to go ahead and let that one 
I'm gonna let that one slide. And I was like, man, what an asshole. That's so cool. Fuck I yeah. can't wait to be an old man like that. 75 Twitch viewers, are we there yet? Not quite. Are we getting there? Oh, we're cracking Garrett up this morning. Garrett, tell your friends to watch the show on Twitch. That's the demographic we're going for, Garrett, okay? Not these old head losers who are gonna die in a few years, okay? Because <laughs> we're all gonna die soon. Garrett, I believe that Garrett is the future. Set him free and let him lead the way. Garrett, come spend the night in Uncle Steve's. We'll play baseball and crack a few beers, huh? <laughs> How old is he? I don't know, but that's like a song from Tommy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for Do real. you think it's all right? Yes, I diddling think it's about, all right. Diddling about, diddling about. <laughs> I didn't understand what that whole thing was about until I got a little older, and I was like, oh, Uncle was fiddling about? I thought he was playing the fiddle. No, Uncle was finger-fucking Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I, I know! <laughs> Fuck! I was like, That's oh, the Uncle plays a fiddle. Kind of whole deal. <laughs> fiddling about. Fiddle. Well, the kid ain't going to say shit. He's deaf, dumb, and blind. Deaf, dumb, He show plays me. It's the best version of a fucking pinball the, wizard. Uh, mouth version? No, well that one too. But no, the, oh, the Elton, one with Elton John. And Shut Tommy. your face! The best version the of the best version. <laughs> it's well, so guys, much. It was be- a good run. It was so a good much run. better than anything Roger Daltrey's ever done. You probably couldn't tell Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend singing. You probably couldn't even tell. Hundred percent good. <laughs> Doubtful. Hundred percent. No one knows one, what it's one of them, like. One of them's like, ooh. Are you guys smoking weed in the crowd? Shut it down! Shut it down! I'm finished. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a bitch. But, but then uh, Pete Townsend had naked pictures of kids. Yep, on his computer. Yeah, but apparently he was a part of a sting. Like he was he was using it, people. Yeah, he was using it. That's to, what I heard. Boy, I that, believe it. That's what a defense, huh? That. Yeah, just me trying to get him. Just working for you guys, too, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. I scrounged them all Catch up. Catch me if you can. <laughs> I got them. All right, guys. <laughs> you want to hire me like when you back into AT&T? They're like, well, they're hiring you now for for coding. We're going to code <laughs> things in a computer and security. Because you know what? Voting works mm-hmm. in, now the way it is. So there's no way we could ever vote online. So I'm glad. I'm glad people are getting off the Internet. I'm glad the Internet's kind of dying out. Think you're going to shut everything down fan. again, bud? It's I think fan. it's coming? Fuck. It's coming, isn't it? If they, shoot, if they shut everything down... You're shooting. I'm shooting a load all <laughs> over the fucking... If they shutting, I'm shooting. I'm, just, <sighs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding, fucking... Uh, what, what are we going to name our NSA listeners today? Bob and Larry? Yeah. Um, NSA? Larry and I hope DHS, NSA... DHSS listening to the show. Oh, fuck, fuck you, Bowtie. Fuck, fuck you, fuck you, man. Freak. Fuck everybody, man. I'm going to fucking fuck somebody let's up today, Let's fight man. them, dude. Let's start fighting Let's them. start fighting people, man. You know what? That's the one thing the cannabis industry's been missing. Like, There's been plenty of people to voice an opinion, but nobody's just stepped up and said, Hey, <laughs> I'm here to beat the fuck out of Randall Williams. Anybody need some help? Actually, I think our buddy Trent maybe threatened that down, down south maybe a time or two. But Oh, yeah. He's a wild card. I'll follow that guy anywhere. Except to like somewhere important. But like anywhere else. Anywhere else, yeah. Fuck him. yeah. I'll got him my fucking all day. He's we're talking about the uh my type the, of dude. The other day the other day, uh and I'll I'm gonna pull it up for a little bit later. We're talking about the 
the romanticism of uh, of what war used to be and what it used to mean. We we talked about a little bit last week, like to have to take someone's life, you know, in hand to hand combat. And uh, Chicago shut down again yesterday, but played Monday night football. Fuck that! You're killing small businesses, but you can play sports. Get out of my face, fucking assholes. I'm with it. I'm with that. I'm with I mean, we got lawsuits in St. Louis. Pretty much every restaurant in St. Louis County is suing Sam Page right now, saying we're not doing it again. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I we're agree. trying to, tr- like I said yesterday, I don't think I said it on the show, but to track I feel like we're trying to track the common cold at this point because they're like, well, it's not killing people, but a lot more people are getting it. Okay, well, I think the young people are starting to get I feel like there's one guy whose job it is. They're like, hey, man. This cold started in fucking Phoenix. You got to figure out where everybody got it, where they spread it. And every time he locks it down to, oh, I got it down to about 15 people. All it takes is one of those idiots to slip out and say, oh, I came in contact with 40 people. And they came in contact with a 40 each themselves (laughs) the day. Okay, well, it's never going to end then. Then we're at a point where it makes no logical sense Mm -hmm. that this is ever going to end the rate it's going. So either open it the fuck up or shut it down. I've got the plan. Shut it down and say, at the end of this shutdown, whatever happens, happens. We're opening back up like a real fucking country again. This is what you do. You throw as many people as you can into a room. You make everybody take their pants off. I'm into it already. Everybody starts in on the digital play. You look to the person on your left. Uh, Well, you're going to have to, well, you're you're, going to have to pair off in twos. So you can't just, everybody can't just look to the left. So you're going to look to your left, I'm going to look to your right, and so on, all the way down the line. As we are uh, manually handling one another, stimulating, I open my mouth. You Spit. hawk into my mouth. I swish it around a little bit. You open your mouth. I give it back. Boom. Kind of hands the, across America. Hands yeah. across America, but it's spitting in each other's <laughs> mouths with a little bit of digital play. Because we're bringing back fingering. This we're is bringing a, back fingering. This, it's, it's just this, a, this is, you're just describing the last Friendsgiving we had. Thank you. This is what I'm saying. I'm fucking, we're ahead of the curve. We're trendsetters. All I'm saying is. Uh, we got to get in front of this thing. We got to get as many people COVID as possible right now. No, you want to trickle. You want like 100 people to have COVID and then like 75 people and then like 10,000 and then like 7,500 and then like uh, 1,500, but then these people are dying and then like 1,200. And then like it's just a constant battle totally. of <coughs> yep. how many numbers you want yep. to go which way. Which way are we going on COVID? Is it getting better? Run! Run from COVID! I cannot run it. I cannot run it. <laughs> I can't. I'm bummed we can't come to Friendsgiving. We can't come to Friendsgiving. That's fucking dumb. We're in quarantine. I'm hanging out with this dickhead, though, and he's already going to infect everybody. I mean... That's what I'm saying. At the very least with COVID. I'm... I'm... <laughs> I, I, I don't get it because Oliver was just exposed to a kid who had it. He doesn't have it. Oliver doesn't have it. No. But because he was exposed. But because he was exposed, Ivan, me, and Jen are, according to the school, we're in quarantine too. Well, 14 days. Guess what the school doesn't have? 
a fucking authority magic. over your fucking house. So the next Magical time the fucking owl. principal calls, say, oh, hey, is your FaceTime working? And they're like, yeah, I've got FaceTime. And whenever the, when the camera clicks on, it's just have your balls hole. hanging in front of the camera. Good call. Say, so check them out, bud. Again? I already did that for Steve. That kid got an A yet? I can, I can stamp this camera lens all day long. Your pal. daddy sure does care about your schooling, boy. He, 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 he. We haven't had him tested. Honey, I'm hey, trying Jen, to lie to how everyone about you here. Jesus stop. Christ almighty, honey. Yeah, he's been it's like tested. A kid play, like when you're playing cards with your friend, your kid comes up. Oh, is it good to yeah, have four twos? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> oh, cool. You must be really good at cards. <laughs> thank you honey steve <laughs> thank you honey new kim is worth her weight in gold little kim new kim and actually much much more a wealthy chinese pigeon racing fan put down a record price of 1.6 million euros 1.9 million dollars for the belgian bred bird What's saying, the transfer rate right now? Saying a lot. Uh, 1.6 million euros is 1.9 million. Not, not very good. Oh, yeah. shit. When I went there, it was fucking uh, two euros. T- no, it was $2 to every one fucking euro. So shit was costing me double when I went over there. It was bullshit. And when my sister went, it was the exact opposite when she went to Europe. Yeah. I went post-2001, though. You ever, you ever check out? Oh, you did? Yeah. And it was just fucked up. Just the they whole thing just was fucked follow up. follow you around? Well, no. Then there was one fucking... There was a guy. It was kind of crazy. Alyssa Dubois. <laughs> the was, good madam Alyssa Dubois. There was one part where, and I'm racist, obviously, but a guy got up. He was in full garb, like uh, Middle Eastern garb. I was heading to London. There's a lot of Middle Eastern totally. people in London. Yeah. Um, he gets up. This is post 9-11. It's 2004. Everybody's still freaked out. This is like a giant plane. We're going to fucking London. And he gets up. Everyone's asleep on the plane that's overnight, but me, I'm keeping an eye on You're just fucking watching this cat. I'm keeping a fucking eye. I'm flight 93 in this thing, okay? I'm, I'm United 93. That's why I got a shirt that says, don't fucking forget, United 93. Real small. Oh, it's perpetrated by our U.S. government. <laughs> Whoops. Um, so anyway, um, he gets up and he just stands by the door. Just looking real shady. So I'm like, what's this guy doing? Standing by the, the hatch. He's going to lift this hatch open, suck everybody out the door, Craig. That's how it would work. Yeah. Except he was just waiting for the bathroom. Oh. And I looked at him and I said, yeah, think about this when you're oh. fucking twisting one off in there. Think about Pulled this. Pull out your fucking American flag bandanas. <laughs> Tightening it. Tightening don't make you think head. a fucking box cutter's going to get me, bud? Uh-uh. I don't think so. No, I'm not a box. You I'm a human. Been to this dojo, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I would have been like, yeah, take this plane down. I ain't trying to get cut with a box cutter. That seems like a hurt. Looking, even if you just... Box cutter? Uh, I mean, clean cuts could, should heal pretty quick. I know, but God damn. You just got to keep worst part from about your, your worst neck. part about being cut with a box. Away from his, your neck. That's you true. Doing that. Yeah, yeah, just a fucking <laughs> like I was kicking Chinese Seth's connection. ass. I kicked Dude. Seth's ass after the show. Then he like he actually then he like for he real kicked, kicked me. You. He for real. Well, I know when I wasn't fucking looking. I got a I got a bruise. Well, you may see Steve because he doesn't seem to care. I don't want a chance getting anyone <laughs> sick. Jen, can we uh, can we talk to you in the other room, please? Yeah, let's talk about this later. Honey. Let's talk about this later. Take take a little note. Take a little note down. Take a little take a little note so you can remember what you said. Take a little note. You ever heard of pigeon racing? 
Duh. You into it? Duh. Is it like a Red Bull sport or something? <coughs> I'll race anything. Like you'll race a pigeon? <coughs> you you will race a pigeon? I'll, I'll put action on anything. I'm a gambling fiend. I can't not gamble. I'll anything. bet on you racing anything. I'll bet on it. I'll, I'll, bet, I'll bet on betting on it. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Matt Neal. Matt Neal is good. Good morning, it's Matt. Good Neal. to see you, Matt. Matt's probably out in his fucking yard with his Ryan O'Reilly <laughs> stick right now in the street. It's kind of pop, 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 back and forth. Just, pop, 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 pop. Just doing a little footwork. Probably doing the thing bouncing off mm -hmm. the wall like Ryan O'Reilly mm -hmm. does. Wouldn't that be awesome if he got as good as Ryan O'Reilly? There's a story right there. Kid gets a stick at a tournament. The stick has becomes natural a, becomes power. The next. Becomes the next fucking Wasn't there a prime. movie like that? Like, like Most Mike valuable like brownie. Little Bow Wow. Like he put on some shoes and he was like, like Mike. Isn't that, wasn't is that, that a thing? Is? Is wasn't that, that a deal? thing? Yes, that is. I never saw the movie, so I don't know the concept. But obviously that fucking Like story Mike, 2002 film. I, uh, I remember the movie. Little Bow Wow. Is that was Jonathan Lipnicky? No. No, that's the kid from... Uh... Are we going to the fucking zoo, Ray? That's jo yeah, that's Jonathan Lipnicky. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck do I know that kid's name? <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Lipnicky. Yeah, the, the human head line? weighs eight pounds. Uh, uh, let's find out. Plot. Um, spoiler alert. 2002. Like Mike. Yeah, you're not going to... I don't... haven't seen this, you're... I don't want to ruin this one. 14-year-old hoops-loving Calvin Cambridge, played by Little Bow Wow, has a dream to be a famous basketball player, to mix it up among the NBA's greatest, but in a game dominated by Giants with unparalleled athletic abilities, Calvin's diminutive stature, stature and limited skills make this a far-off fantasy. Or is it? After he laces up a mysterious, mysterious pair of old sneakers inscribed with the faded initials MJ, Calvin makes the leap from playground hijinks to NBA superstardom. Damn. So MJ, which everybody knows is Michael Jackson. He's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, get over here, no kid. <laughs> he started playing with himself because he's underage. Mm. Yeah, I'll <laughs> say it. I don't care anymore. My mom tried to name me Michael Jackson Elgin. Okay, she tried to name me. She loved Michael, Michael that Jackson. much. Big Michael fan? Big uh, Michael fan. Big, big Michael fan. Wanna be like Mike. Wanna be, wanna be, wanna be like Mike. Remember that? I do. They weren't talking about Michael Jackson, though. No, they weren't. They were talking about Mary Jane. <laughs> Let me lick it. Let me just lick it for a minute. For those of you listening on the podcast, what? What? You should probably listen and, and see our beautiful faces right now. Because I just can't, can't stop staring at my beautiful face sometimes on the screen. We should probably put that TV about right there so it always kind of... What do you like, think? Just right here to the side of the window? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got a little thing to hang it. I oh, know. I was thinking about that. I got a thing to hang it, man. You got some studs in there. Looks like studs. Studs. Oh, that's yeah, just water. Yeah, that's water right there, Jack. That ain't water. That's water right there. Water Jack. from what? The fucking ceiling. Bro. I fixed the ceiling, guy. Okay. I put a whole I, coat. I, I, I know. I've never got it. I haven't seen rain in here. Has anything been wet? No. I've not seen Are anything you except for the. I'm always wet. <laughs> That's, that's, a kind of, that's a problem. Yeah, vaginosis. Man, I, t I set up the tent last night. 
uh-huh. set oh, up the light. Had, oh, oh, got everything else. Yeah, going. I got everything going. How juiced are you? Oh, I'm so juiced. But also, I already had a bug in there. I'm like, real for real. For real, little little drain fly found its way in my tent. Real? I got nothing in there. It was zipped up and everything. Well, maybe it came in through the exhaust hole or something. What a dick! Did you kill it with extreme prejudice? I fucking. Or did you rehome it? <laughs> I looked at him in his fucking beady little eyes and I said, "Tell your fucking friends if they ever come to this town again, I'll smash them all." Then I ripped off his little dick and I fucking sent him on his way. That way, he's got to go back. To his wife and children, dickless, and what? explain what happened. And they're like, "We told you not to go to that yeah, tent." There's not even we anything in the tent, tent, you tent. fucking idiot. You said he couldn't pull off a little bug's dick. He couldn't. He didn't have the dexterity. <laughs> well, guess what? He's got tweezers. I'm a human. I'm a human. What was and it? I like. Hang on. What was the? Oh, human metronome. You're a human metronome. I'm the human metronome. I'm the human metronome. I'm a human metronome. That has 175 million hits, downloads. Well, uh, it's almost as good as Santa is Really Real, <clears throat> our number one hit from of all time. three years ago. Almost four, I think, bud. <sighs> Jenny uh, laid in it. I caught Jenny laying in the tent. She thought it was a tanning tent. She's tanning her butthole. She thought it was a tanning tent. Yeah, you got a son you're not, dude. Let's not talk about my wife's butthole. I will okay, talk about buddy. your wife's butthole. Not her, let's not let's talk not about, talk about her, her not. not. You better not mention that again, <laughs> cocksucker. Tweezer dick pulling. I knew they'd like that. I, when I thought it in my head, I said, <laughs> last night I go, I'm going to talk about pulling a bug's dick off of tweezers, and they're going to fucking Love eat it. it up. Lap it up. Lap, lap, lap. Lap, lap, lap. What's uh, your favorite noise to hear in the bedroom? Huh. Your dad going, finish him. <laughs> <laughs> finish him. Favorite noise in the bedroom. Yeah, are you like uh you like one of these? <laughs> no. I no. Are you like a little <laughs> You like one of those? Or oh, yeah, like, are you like like a uh sometimes your chest will press together and make a fart noise? Oh, you're talking like not like uh or like, audible, oh, like Donde esta la sanitario, baby? You know, like when you're whispering into her ear in Spanish. Ooh, oh, yeah. Je ne sais quoi. That's French. That's okay. No. Come on, do it. I only know. Uh, Je vous you, you salue, Marie. They don't fucking know. They don't Je speak vous, French. She just did. Make she took sound. a couple of years of French. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Fuck. She's like, you just right, said so you Hail Mary in my ear. I'm like, yeah. That's all I know. I did. I'm throwing a Hail, Hail Mary, Mary yeah. at you right here. <laughs> I'm having sex with a girl. <laughs> Hail Mary. No one said it would happen. Oh, I wasn't. You got me, Craig. I was tanning my butthole. Jenny, what the fuck? Come on. Secret secrets are really fun. Secret secrets don't hurt anyone. You know the old saying. God. Woman. Yeah, we were both in there. We're both in there, and we kind of do this thing where we both lay, and our lower backs, we both put our legs over yeah, our heads. Yeah, you can lower push back. your lower backs yeah. together. <clears throat> that way we're using each other as leverage. Yeah. And I'd have to say, there's nothing quite as reinvigorating. And you can kind of lock ankles so that you can just pull everything down. Well, she's a lot more flexible than me. Okay. So I got a strap on. Like, You ever put straps around your legs and someone go, yeah! 
and just rip them apart. Just like man. fucking Van Damme and kickboxer. Exactly. I can tie it up between the trees. Yes, dude. You get it. Yeah. You get it. On this day in history brought to you by Bungeon Property Group, Steve. Uh, Bill Clinton was getting a bludge. Oh! A real one? Yeah, a real one. And I didn't know this part of the story. <laughs> he was on the phone <laughs> with uh, Representative Sonny Callahan from Alabama, Republican from Alabama. He's like, yep, that sounds like a good plan, Sonny. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I thought, I figured. How do we know that? They say he was on the phone during which he spoke to Representative Sonny Callahan on the phone. Oh, you got it from this day trivia. <laughs> <clears throat> you get it. Okay, yeah. It's, yeah. It's good. Um, ooh, read that one. Oh, it's the original fake news? Yeah. Uh, NBC Dateline airs a segment showing a GM truck exploding during a car crash test. Not disclosing, they use an explosive device to ensure the explosion. Eh. Remember the Jayco report? No. There was a, a reporter in St. Louis named Charles J- <coughs> Charles Jayco. I believe that was his name. J-A-C-O? Yeah. Yeah, I want to say yeah. Okay. You could probably Google search it real quick. But he has a video where they tried to fake like they were in an air raid. And this is when he worked for CNN, I think. So... Charles J. Code, yep, CNN, fake footage during Gulf War. See, this shit's going on forever. They use a green screen. You have to watch it. It's one of the most unbelievable things of all time. It's Wag the Dog. Because I've never seen that movie. Oh, I, uh, it's been a long time. It, it plays. Is it worth it? I think it plays. Yeah. It's been a while since it came out. And like as, as a kid, I'm like, oh, yeah, it seems like it'd be pretty hard to pull off. But actually, who's in it? Dustin Hoffman. That's right, yeah. Because um, John Travolta was in one a little bit later about the president and shit like that. That, um, yeah, no, I remember seeing that the box all the time. Robert De Niro, Anne Hesch. Damn. Willie kinda, Nelson, Woody Harrelson, Dennis Leary. I mean, it's got John some Michael people. Higgins, I love that. That dude, dude is hilarious. I didn't know hilarious. what his name was. Move yourself. <laughs> what movie was that where he's at the fucking, where he's at the fucking dinner party? Move yourself. He's fucking all up in the dude's face. What was the movie where he's like, my password is PUD on his computer. He's like, it's PUD. And his screensaver is PUD. He like loves the word no PUD. No idea. He's in, he's in this movie, which Jenny loves this movie. I love it too. I've never seen her laugh at, as hard at this movie as she did. And it was... Uh, fuck, what's the name of it? <laughs> it's a movie about cheerleading. It's the oh, two guys. It no, no, it's the two guys who Pitch go to perfect. cheer camp. No. Two guys go to cheer camp. The one it's guy. It's got this dude in it? Oh, I'll find it. Yes, he's great. Um, it probably came out in 2010. It had to come out in 2010. He was in the Pitch Perfect movies. What else no, we got? 2010. Here? You're in 2013. You're I'm moving down. Keep but... moving. Keep Go quick. You really think it was 10. Like You yeah, got to fucking... Know. You got a fucking Glee. He was on Glee. Uh, Ugly Truth. Fired Up. 2009. Fired Fired Up. up, Never heard of it. Are you shitting me, dude? Never heard of it. You got to click on Fired Up. I Um, think that scene that I was talking about was from The Ugly Truth with Gerard Butler and Catherine Heigl. That's all right. Catherine Heigl. I just can't stand her. I I think this is the same way. Can't fucking stand that, bro. God, man. And she checks all the boxes. Like, yeah, I kind of oh, dig it. Click on fired up for me, please. Thank you. It's up there. It's up there. Thank you. 
He's got a scene. You've never seen that? I've never seen it. You've never seen Fired Up, dude? That is a great... No. It's awful. It's the shittiest comedy of all time, but it's got two or three scenes in it. It has one of the greatest characters of all time. Has okay. one of the greatest characters of all time. Side characters. He only has about five lines that, in the movie. No. He has a great part where he's like, he's the cheer camp. He's the head of cheer camp. And he's like, are you fired up? Yes. Say it again. He has this whole cheer that he does with fired up where he's like, what do we say? Fired up. He's like, F you. And they're all like, F you. He's like, F you. F you. So it's this whole weird thing. He plays like a really energetic guy who is probably an excellent cheerleader in his 20s, teens. But now he's 50. But he's still running this cheer camp with all the vigor okay. that he has. And, he, and it's fucking great. He only has... Five minutes of scenes. That might be the Pud thing too, and uh, maybe that's a different. No, that's a different movie with the Pud. Someone just said that it was the breakup that I'm thinking of with oh. um, Jen Aniston. Dude, that that's, scene that's is fucking sounds hilarious. About exactly about like the, the same, movie. That about the you same fucking, movie. Yep, about the same movie. <laughs> same. What? What? Did, did you get that wrong? Because it sounds like you got it exactly <laughs> pretty, pretty right. Pretty close to the same. One's got a low rent Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty bad movie, but there are a couple funny parts. Move yourself. Um, <laughs> you got uh, in this movie that the main characters are kind of shitty, but I love the one guy who's always kind of a supporting role in all the movies. That blonde guy, he was in not another teenage movie, is kind of the bad guy. Um, the blonde dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. in community for a little yep. while, plays the one uh, girl's boyfriend who's yep. always singing songs and shit. He's great in community. Um, but it has this guy. I, Papo. It's where I got Papo from. No, dude. no. It's where I got Papo from, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> There's one scene. I don't even want to fucking tell you. I think that the kid's name is Eric Christian Olsen, is the yes, bl- blonde kid's yes, name. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But there's another guy. You would recognize him. See full crap cast and crew. He's the side character, but uh, Dr. Rick, David Walton, click on him. You would recognize him from Shitty Plays. And he's really funny in a lot of the shit he's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, he. I'm plays, a fan. He plays a, this. He's in New Girl for a little while. He plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I remember him. He plays this girl's boyfriend who's like pre med. He's pre med, and he fucking drives like a white BMW. And just a dickhead. And the he's dude. the guy that shits in a trash can in uh, Van Wilder. Uh, Man, like that kind of yes, character. He's that, that, that kind of fucking character. Fucking brother-in-law yeah. from yeah. Wedding Crashers. Yep, and shit yep, like that. yep, yep, yep. Or, or the fiance, and so he's like, uh, Bradley Cooper. He's like, hey, uh, nice shoes or something. Someone says to him, the guy's like, oh, he's like, you probably, what? he's like, your feet are super small, dude. What size shoe do you wear? He's like, size, size nine. And he's got these fucking sunglasses, and he's in his BMW, and he's like, and a ten in Crocs, Papa, or something <laughs> like that, and fucking drives off. One of the, I fucking, it's, it stayed with me forever. Cause all I am is a culmination of all the pop culture I've seen in my life. Wasn't there a show called like, was it Herman's head or one of those shows where it starts out where the kid's sitting in front of his TV. It didn't run for very long. I don't know if it was Herman's head. Herman's head was a show about this kid or this guy who had different people in his head and went back and forth. Do you remember I don't Herman's remember head? that fucking show at all. Oh, I remember Herman. Yeah. Herman's head was a fucking <clears throat> 91 one. to 94. Yeah, it was in our prime time of being like, I'm not watching this, but it's on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. And I think it was a comedy. I don't even know who was in it. But this was a kid. It started out and the kid was always sitting in front of the TV. 
and his mom was always going out and shit. And he was always, he would always play out his real life like it was a scene in a movie. He would always kind of be transitioning. He was a little schizo. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows Durham. I remember Herman's head. Dream on. Dream on. That's it. Who was it? Yeah. Yeah. That my life was kind of like Dream On, and that show went fucking nowhere. No one was in it. Right? Not a fucking soul. Yeah. But they do compare. They do compare it to Herman's. Are head. you serious? Yeah. That is Herman's head's the first one that comes <laughs> that up. That is hilarious, dude. That is awesome. Yeah, there were two shows like that that I kind of caught on. I was like, Dream On's fucking. It was right there of being good because it was like a kid whose mom was always gone, just fucking threw him in front of the TV. And back then, you only had so many channels, so yeah. you just sit there in front of the TV. So if he got into an experience in his real life, he'd be like, oh, this is just like an episode of that Western. And it would kind of transition into where he's like, got this. So it was always, and honestly, that's how I, I was talking about it yesterday, sitcom life. I'm always kind of setting up a joke. If it's uh, like a Disney-esque sitcom or a The Ranch type sitcom, I can almost tell what the fucking next I, joke is. Well, the Ranch You've is said 100%. it before. Yeah. You, know, you can see the next joke Well, here's joke the punchline to that one. You know, and you can see a long play on those shows. Like you can be like, well, this is how this episode's going to fucking For, play out. And Disney shows, they just rinse, rock, yep. wash, repeat all the jokes that they know work. So like when Oliver's watching a show, he doesn't really watch that shit anymore. Um, but when he would watch a show, he would see a joke and I'm like, dude, that's one of the oldest jokes of all time. Or I would say something before and he'd be like, you seen this before? And I'm like, no, you can just tell like what the fuck is going on here. Cause, you know. There is a, uh, I got to figure out what the name, there was a show back in the day where like this kid had like a, he had like a lab or like some kind of high, like hangout behind his locker in the school. And it had that fucking big meathead from like, uh, my name is Earl and, uh, um, yep. Seth Parker saves the world or what was uh, that? Yeah. What, something, what, something. Do you remember the world. that? hundred percent. I love that, that dude. Yeah, I like, I forgot all about that until you started talking. Seth about something saves the world. Something Parker. Seth saves Seth Parker. The world. Seth Parker it. saves the world. It's something. No, no, it's not Seth. Parker. It's something Parker, Parker saves, saves the, world. the world. Saves the day. Okay, yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna Parker I'll, Lewis can't lose. Parker Lewis. Is that what it lose. is? Yep. Is that what it is? Oh, it is. Yeah, this Parker guy. Lewis so that's not lose. even the same dude from those movies, but he reminds me oh, of him. Oh yeah, for sure. For not sure. the same dude. And the dude. Dude, I forgot all about that show yeah. until you were talking about the fucking How did Saves the Day lead us to that? How did Seth Parker saves the day, lead us to Parker Lewis, can't lose. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that just happened. But I don't they know, but yeah, I thought that was super cool. Who was the main guy in that? That dude. Oh, shit. He was a little like... I liked him because he kind of reminded me of me. A little feminine. Well, you know, and, fucking and, and, skater cut. Fucking look at that clothes. Man, the way. 90s were great. <laughs> this, dude, this dude, I fucking... He's, he was in other shit, remember? Yeah. What the fuck was that guy's name? Parker Lewis can't lose. Yep. Yep. Gemini Jen. Gemini Jen. That was my jam, dude. That was my jam. Why don't we take a break real quick? What do you think? Fuck you, Fuck man. you, sponsors. <laughs> we pay our own bills around here or not. Hey, this is the best morning show in St. Louis. I will listen to other morning shows it's, it's, it's on the hard. way here. It's hard. 
I don't care. We're propelling St. Louis into the future. You can get on board or you can fucking be a, a, a big time idiot if you want big to. Big fucking moron. But I just always listen to, to fucking. And we had the point guys in here. The point guys in there and they were like. In their jeans. They're, they're like, oh, this is what the, a studio can look like. Because if you go to every radio station, it's like, here are some microphones. Here is a table that kind of looks like this one. Here is where Jim will be behind the, 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 the glass here. It's telling you. Oh, there's a commercial in two minutes. There's another commercial in two. There's another commercial in two minutes. Hey, you guys get to. Do you guys go? Okay, right. We go, 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 go. Do BuzzFeed top ten coolest fucking things to do. Okay, yeah, we're kind of doing that too. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> but then they go. Hey, commercial two minutes. There's so many fucking commercials on the radio in the morning. They realize they're a dying industry. The radio is dying. It's going to have to shift, and they're going to have to shift into a format something like this where they make it a creative workspace for all of their personalities because the radio isn't the radio anymore. <clears throat> like I was telling Jenny and I, I think we're talking about it, or I was, maybe I was talking about it with Oliver, where the romance of songs is gone. I think we talked about it on the show a little bit. The romance of fucking music of hearing that song, the the tail end of it on the radio, and before the internet, you're like, what fucking song was that? And if you didn't trap it in here mm-hmm. and then sing it to someone who kind of had a good wealth of knowledge of songs, <clears throat> you may have never figured out what that song was like. I remember hearing remixes every once in a while on uh, 104.1 or 104.9. I forget what... Uh, what the rap station was back then, but they would remix some songs and shit. And I'm like, what? How, how do I get that? So there's no getting that song. That was a DJ playing that on the radio one time. <clears throat> that was just how it went to where now, if Oliver likes a song, you're, you have the paralyzation of choice when it comes to music. I'm oh, like, yeah. what song you want to hear? He's like, Oh man, which one? You I can know? just do it on oh, demand. Man. On demand, you have the entire yeah. catalog of music in the world. So the romance of losing a song or never hearing it again or forgetting about it, yep. like it's fucking a hundred percent gone, man. Yep. yep. It's so weird. Let's uh let's take <clears> a break, come back and uh, talk about a couple of fun things here on the other side. I like that idea. Going to I used to have a uh We'll sing you some songs too, Gemini Jen. Yeah, we'll sing, sing a song yeah, at the end we'll of the show today. We'll figure it out. Guys, we're going to run a break. and then Yeah, uh, we're going to do that. Uh, we'll be back in about five minutes. Then we're going to fight each other live on camera. Oh, Stick around fun. for hour awesome. two. We'll be back. Oh, minute. I'll like, kind of give it like a whole deal where you're like, oh, man, that's a, a cool deal. No doubt. Like where you're spray painting it. Guys, no we're talking diggity. about the studio. As we told you, the 105.7 people came in here and creamed their jeans, bud. We have the jeans as proof. It's they happy Monica Lewinsky Day. We have the blue dress from 105.7, the point here. They, they, they saw this. And they said, these guys aren't jackassing around. We're not jackassing around, They're not slap-assing. We're not. Are you? We're not. And I wasn't here. Jason didn't have a key, so they could only really look from the window. So they only got like a... And we had the blue light on. (laughs) And there was a... I can't get into it. I can't get into it too much, but there may have been a photo shoot here this weekend with our guy, the wild man himself. He's a madman. Him, 
a, a couple hogs and a couple ladies. Steve, I have a. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe we save it for the third hour. What we, we, we do? Drugs, booby? sex, and rock and roll for the third booby hour. Talk? I got, got, I got, booby I got talk? A, a little psychedelic thing. I think you'll get a kick out of. But we'll talk about it in the third hour. That's fine. We can do whatever you want. You want to talk about no, it? Now? Well, we I'll tell you what. We were talking about, about a little right bit now. before the break. Do whatever you uh, want, buddy. Uh, I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> We've, we talked about a little bit last week, too, about the, you know, as we remove people further and further from the battlefield, killing people becomes just, you know, the press of a button. It becomes a game. Interesting segue. There's no. Straight in a yeah, murder. Yeah, right in a murder. <laughs> Uh, how there is, there's no romanticism in war anymore. It used to be, you go off to war, hey, maybe you're going to come home on your shield, whatever. See a best gal yeah. when you get home. You know, yeah. a little different ball game now. You know, now you got some pimply face fucking, you know, little weasel fucking pencil dick fucking pressing some button in some That's bunker. That's not nice to say 42, about Chris 42 <laughs> floors below the ground in some bunker in fucking nowhere, New Mexico, just killing people on the other side of the world. Let me step in real quick. Chris Wolfenberger is... <clears throat> Fucking Thursday him. night thing. Did yeah, you see I it? I love him, by the way. Yes. I need to rewatch it because there are two guests at the end. He told me to rewatch. If you guys haven't seen that, Chris is fucking. I saw Chris's part and oh, I can't got the only living the gentleman's uh, name. Uh, Medal of Honor recipient in Missouri. Man, it was, it was reminding me of why we got into this shit from the beginning. Sorry, go ahead. You were talking about murder. No, yeah, yeah, no worries. So I was talking about the romanticism of war and uh, over the weekend, someone was telling me this story of this uh, seal who was talking about, you know, you know, we, there are uh, significant moments in a lot of people's lives where, for instance, like, uh, you know, the birth of a loved one, like witnessing birth, pretty, pretty powerful moving experience uh, about as intimate and about as human and visceral of an experience as you can take part in. This Navy seal is telling this story about being in, I believe it was in Iraq. It may have been Afghanistan. But they're like in this firefight and they're like clearing out this building. <clears throat> and as he's coming around this corner, this guy comes up behind him mm. and stabs him in the chest. And he nicks him in his chin, too. Did he fucking he nick him in his back, chin? He just starts stroking his hair. What if he didn't have any like me? And he held him. Well, it was fine. He was just holding him. Is he getting an erection? He was helping, probably. <laughs> I mean, if, I had, if you're good. Dude, if I got that much ooh, adrenaline pumping through ooh, me, you can I'll guarantee I'm a fucking marble statue. <laughs> uh, David. I'm so David he, at that point. So he's stroking this dude's hair and holding him as he Can you stop saying stroking his hair? No. Like he's, he's slowly <laughs> stroking his hair. God. And he's just holding him, understanding that he is a human. And, yeah. uh, you know, like, yeah. hey, we fought valiantly. Uh, I, I, got, you, I got you this time. Got you, bud. Uh, so, but I respect, you know, this vessel. I respect He's who got you a are. knife in his heart. Nice knife in his fucking chest. So it's, it, they missed the heart. He, I don't know. Because you're right in the heart. Yeah, bro, uh, he's in the sternum. He's fucking dead in the fucking sternum. No. <coughs> holding this guy, holding this guy, stroking his hair as he's going back. Right as the guy's about, he doesn't remember much else after that except his team kicks in the door, the rest of these SEALs kill the dude, they end up saving the guy's life. They were able to shoot the guy yes. stroking the shoot hair. Shoot the guy stroking the hair, they saved their buddy. I'm sorry, I'm anti-war, and I hear stories like that. Uh, marble situation. You I, I mean? What's hard. wrong with me? You're What's hard. wrong? I, I'm hard. so peaceful, but when I hear guys coming in, boom, kicking in a door, you're dying, they come Pop the guy in Sa the head. Save you. Grab you out of there. Yep. Ah. And now you got a story about how, like, the most fucking 
romantic, uh, uh, intimate experience that you had was when this guy plunged his knife in your chest and held you as you crossed over or as you were crossing over. So that got talking, got us to talking a little bit over the weekend about how, uh, you know, all of these different roles that people have played uh, in war. Like, can you imagine being the fucking drummer <laughs> in war where people were like, just fucking, you got to keep a cadence so this army can keep fucking marching. Alexander's army, they said you could hear them from a mile away. It would shake the earth as they moved. They would drink rivers dry as the fucking, you know. By the, Alexander never stepped foot on an unpaved road. So by the time he got to where he was going, his army had already established a fucking paved road through wherever they were going. Shut your gosh dang so, mouth. But that just, like, can you imagine being a drummer? You got to keep a cadence, right? Because you got to, because you got to, you got to, otherwise it's fucking pandemonium and you got arrows fucking flying by your ear, fucking whizzing past you. Like that to me is one of the craziest, like who gets that fucking job? Oh dude, I thought about this before and I remember looking it up. A, it's a fucking, it's a dog shit deal. The Ottomans invented it, <clears throat> but I used to think of that too, especially I always remembered in the revolutionary war. The guy is like, dee, 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 dee. it was always an eleven-year-old fucking boy, piccolo guy, yeah. fucking next to him, like, let's go, boys, <laughs> fucking musket ball in the skull, <laughs> yeah. then it's fucking chaos. Yeah. Where'd the fucking piccolo guy yeah. go? I don't know where he's he down. Pick up his piccolo, please. Somebody's got to pick up the drum and keep the fucking war drum going. But what they were doing, because I looked this up too, I was like, oh. Obviously, it's an intimidation thing. You're outside the fortress walls, and you're like, boom, boom, boom. you got fucking... Get that. Get uh, that. And yep. we saw it in the Olympics. The uh, Chinese Olympics, where they're like, you guys want to see something? We're going to have fucking uh, a billion a drum people as big playing, as this room. and we're all going to be playing. Yep. Fucking wild. I love it, no that doubt. opening ceremony. 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 Um, but, and I just re-looked it up, because I was like, is that... Was, did I read that, or was that not real? Um, but it was also to communicate... So they were important. Yeah. That if like they over there had to flank or whatever, it was boom, 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 yeah, it's boom, like boom, boom, science, boom, 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 exactly. And so you could hear that over the chaos of war. Yeah. So you knew whether to retreat or turn around. So whoever had a real good communication system on the drums, and of course, you know, somebody had a fucking drums somebody's just simple. spitting bars boom, boom boom yeah exactly and then it's like okay cool but you know one of the armies had a little pizzazz he's adding a little there. fucking triplets he's putting he's adding triplets to it he's got a symbol fucking like Greta Van Fleet yes the most original band that's ever been around whatever they ripped off a band that ripped off all the bands so that's okay uh so I got to thinking about that and then you know, my, my oh wait, they asked us earlier, what is the Hari Krishna song? It's uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? It's Kainchi Hari Krishna by not Ram Das, Krishna, Krishna Das, Krishna Das. Yeah, that's but the, the song, one that but the one that from the that's commercial. us is us. Yeah, that's us singing that. That's us playing the music too. That's us playing the music, and back to shit book. That was for you, Dennison. Actually, he's the one who asked earlier what the Hale, uh, the trampoline song was. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Uh, so it got us to talk about my, you know, my brother and I were sitting up about 4.35 in the morning. Yeah, here's that a, picture we've all seen. Little, that's what you're talking about, the little guy. After a hard night of partying, guy. I'm 
drinking straight out of the fifth of Jack. We're just kind of waxing poetic, talking about old school war, and he's like, and and music, and he's like, man, I I love music. He's like, except for fucking bagpipes. I can't do bagpipes, man. They make me go crazy in the brain. I go, I think that was the point. So then I got to thinking about these Scottish, you know, warriors, right? And they're dragging fucking axes and war hammers and fucking swords, you know? And then this fucking... fucking you got this crazy high-pitched noise that actually triggers something in your brain that makes you want to smash someone's skull with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. You know? It makes sense. And I'm like, this makes perfect fucking sense. And Scott's like, yeah. Happy birthday to my brother, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah he's got to have a birthday a couple days after mine, just like everybody know. <laughs> Dude, you know what's... Nah, I'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, <clears throat> ridiculous. So he's like... <laughs> Call him back on the fucking guy with the knife in his chest and the fucking... He's like, yeah, just imagine the fucking romanticism of war. He caught a sword, you know? You're kind of... You can hear your pulse over almost everything else Ooh. as you're bleeding out and your breath is slowly being taken over by the gurgling blood that's spilling into your airways. And you've left everything on the field and you're dying like a warrior. And then all of a sudden... As you're trying to cross over into heaven, you got a fucking goose that just won't fucking die. The bagpipes are beautiful. I don't mind them. They're fine. Yeah, they're, they're fine. fine. Let's not just judge our whole show on what Scotty likes and doesn't like. That's all I'm saying. I mean, let's not run the show on what that guy likes or doesn't like. Uh, you know who Nathan Futrell is? <coughs> Probably one of the greatest war drummers of all time. Yep. He said to have been the youngest drummer boy in the American War of Independence. He joined the North Carolina Continental Militia. Nine years old. At the age of seven. <laughs> You're a pussy. Get on the lines. <laughs> He's seven. Get on the lines, kid. It's younger He's than my fight. It's younger than Trevor. It's younger than Trevor. Trevor would have been... He would have kept morale Good as a little high. drummer boy. And then at the point where they're like, we got to get away from this kid and kill the enemy. <laughs> He's got him all day. No one's drummed as long as this kid. Like, yeah, no, it'd be a whole thing where he riles them all up and then sends them into the fucking field. He'd been a good little fucking drummer boy, actually. I could see him uh, It's that. cut out a couple times for me today. Also, never had this issue. But Twitch better get their fucking shit together is all oh, I'm saying. Oh, no. That's cool. We just send everybody to Twitch and then they're like, psych. Psych. We're our, our platform sucks now. <laughs> we'll stop. We'll stop. <laughs> It's probably because we're sending it through everything else, too. We'll have to stop it. In 1793, Joseph Barra, a 14-year-old French Republican drummer at the time of the War of Vendée, was killed by the Royalist counter-revolutionaries, supposedly while he was shouting, Long live the Republic! I'm sure he probably said, Viva la République! I'm sure he wasn't speaking English. Yeah, probably. Um, his body was interred at the Pantheon along with all the other national war heroes. You don't think the kid fucking knows how to speak the kings? André Estienne was a drummer with Napoleon Bonaparte's army at the Battle of the Bridge of Arcole in 1796, where he led his battalion across a river while holding the drum over his head and reaching the far bank, beat the charge. Uh, this led to the capture of the bridge and the rout of the Austrian army, despite being only 19 years old. He is also depicted in the Pantheon in Paris and Le Lac de Triomphe and also in other paintings. So, yeah, these drummer boys, huh? Yeah, they've done A stuff. A lot of fucking okay. little, little lads. But we're not that far removed from this. 
In November 1857, at the Battle of Kaunpur, a 15-year-old drummer boy uh, was awarded the Victoria Cross. During a charge on the enemy's guns, drummer Flynn ran right at the guns. And he was wounded while he was playing the drums. And then he engaged in hand-to-hand combat with two rebel artillery men. This child did? Yeah. Somebody posed a question about fighting children the other day. Uh, Fighting a dozen 12-year-olds. Oh, there's no way. Anybody that said that they could. You'd have to be a professional fighter. When Joe Rogan said that he could, yeah. Yeah. Joe Rogan was a champion fucking taekwondo. You kick a couple of those kids. You cave a kid's chest in with a kick. Kick. That's fine. Dude, at 12 years old, I I ran with an athletic bunch of kids. Street toughs, okay? There were two kids in my neighborhood. Yeah. I was legitimately worried they could beat up my dad. I'm not even kidding. Because they had fucking issues, man. They had problems at fucking home, and they were big and tough. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. they were pretty cool to me. I was, like, glad that they weren't just a totally. fucking ornery sort to their friends. Totally. Yeah, what are you like, going to do? Yeah, what was I going to do? Sure. Avoid them every day? Mm-hmm. But, no, there were. A, I distinctly remember. And that, that the, the Sinclair kid. I remember when we were little, he was a fucking monster. That one who you Matt think maybe, maybe blew you up on the football field. Matt Sinclair. Yeah, he lived in my cousin's neighborhood. And I remember we are playing with him, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this, this, this is a man here. And you played sports against 12-year-olds that you're like, oh, he's got a beard and shit. <clears throat> but if it's, I think if it's nine-year-olds, it's a totally different story. Oliver, I've been te- I taught Oliver how to get somebody in a headlock, just like a kind of like a locked in sure. rear naked choke. Just yeah. he was fighting his it's good cousin. Good time for him to start rolling a little oh, bit. Oh sure, learning how to roll. <clears throat> he was on vacation with his cousin. His cousin's a little bigger than him, so he was getting beat. And you're just like watching your son get beat, and you're like, this no, this feels this is awful never going to happen again. Yeah, so I told him I was like, hey man, you get him, put like the V of your arm right mm-hmm. here, and just kind of squeeze flex, these two bud. Things. Yes, yeah. And I go just get in there and try to wrap right here. So you can't get out. Like, your arm is locked into here. You know, you're coming up and under. And so he got him in two of those, and the kid was just helpless. And then my Oliver instinctively knew to, like, wrap his legs around his legs. So now he's just, there's no, unless you're willing to start punching someone in the face, which you can, you know, even I've seen, I mean, like that. Uh, That's still tough, Dimitri man. You're not, you're not working. You're not working off. with. The, the the guy, the best MMA guy right now who beat, uh, oh, the, Omega yeah. Nemoff, Ker, Kerma, Kerma Armageddon, Russell's Bears. Yeah, I got you. He is a madman, dude. I've never seen anybody fight like that. Agamemnon, Agamemnon. <laughs> no. That's his name, Agamemnon. You're going to look up Conor McGregor? That's who he beat. Khabib. Khabib. Nurmagomedov. No. Nurmagomedov. No, that doesn't sound right. Fuck you. No, search Khabib. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. I was pretty close. You were pretty Khabib. Nurmagomedov. Get a fucking name, you Cossack prick. Fuck you. Oh, he's going to you kick your fuck. ass, dude. Yeah, I said he's going to kick your ass. All fucking 170 pounds of him. Get tough, bud. Get tough, bud. How about you get a, a quality internet connection, get on Twitch, and grow up? Um, today's 12-year-olds 
are six foot tall and eat GMO chicken nuggets. So they're all already jacked up on steroids. Dude, That's from the I, I knew some absolute beasts at 12 years old. Like, and, oh. and, and, and even if, even if the group isn't filled with them, if it's got one of them and you first off at 12 kids are already pretty athletic hitting puberty. Like you'd have to get some oh, sure. pre pubescent 12 year olds sure. even try sure. to have a chance. Cause Oliver, if he wants, he's 10. Yeah. Just an average. He's, he's a little bit bigger than average. If he like, wants to throw himself at you. Dude, if he wants to hit me real yeah. hard in the face, it's going to hurt. I had him, I'll have him punch my hands every once in a while yeah. just to see what they're made Yeah, of. the play is there is you got to go all offense. You can't play defense against 12 kids. There's no You walk up, way. you fucking crane kick a fucking kid's yes. head clean off. Kick him in yep. the chin. <laughs> yeah. and he does a backflip. Yep. Yep. As soon as that happens, a couple of them are going to freeze. That's what I'm hoping to. A couple of them are going to yeah, freeze. They can't be like robotic. And you got to make quick work fucking throat. Throat, bah, elbow on the next yeah. one. Now you got four four of them down. The other eight are like. This is why I can't wait till virtual reality. This is the perfect virtual reality simulator. Yeah, perfect. I love the question. The question's fun to me because uh, it's not every day you get to fantasize about fucking Being murking. Shit out of kids. Dude. Murking 12-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Half a dozen. Murking? I, I, I like murking. <laughs> I beat them so bad, and then I put my merkin on their face. Just take it off and put it on their face. It's a sex crime. I don't know. You put a merkin on somebody? I don't know. I think a lawyer lawyer could argue that. I I mean, you know, I think he probably could. It's not my merkin. Yeah. I bought it from the store. Yeah, it's store bought. I've never worn worn. it. Certainly, that's okay. You're good. You're good. You're good. It's a wig. It's a prank. It's a wig. It's a prank. It's a wig. Garrett. Is a and beast. take no. I'm gonna read that one. You sicko! I'm so glad that I got Garrett into Taekwondo. <laughs> Garrett is a beast. <laughs> He's a beast. I'm said. so glad that Garrett got into Taekwondo at an early age. Yeah, I know. That's like you're talking about getting kids into fighting. I definitely want Oliver to be able to to say, "Hey, guy, that's one." Look, you don't want. I want him to go up to somebody yeah. and say, "That's one." Just yeah. letting you know. Don't make me get you're, here. You're on the clock. Don't make me get uh, here. here. Spinning back kick. <laughs> I want Oliver. I'm going to prime him to be a bully. I'm <laughs> like, I'm going to teach you all the best fighting styles. <laughs> you find the weakest person you can, and you take them to task. He's actually probably, yeah, he's a little bit bigger than, he's like 75 percentile when they fucking take him okay. to the doctor. Sure. <clears throat> but with just the little things that you teach him, he got me in a headlock. And if I, I can usually either dig my chin in and he's like, oh, you know, like that Gotta hurts, make, find, man. Find ways to make parts of your body weapons. These little yes. blades right here. For oh, for sure. Or this, kid. this is really hard on me. Only for one sure. guy I couldn't, he got me in a headlock and I was pushing down on him. He's like, <laughs> like laughing at me. Most of my other friends, eventually I could like dig into their like, fuck man, you're going to break my fucking like arm right here. That's and I was nice. like, it's weird. Cause it's like, I got two little bones right here that kind of stick yeah. out like two devil bones. Yeah. Like right here at the ends. It's weird. Do you have them? No, you don't have them. You're just smooth. So you like feel right here. Like at the ends, they have like, Oh yeah. Isn't that weird? Interesting. Yeah. So huh. like, it's all, yeah, it's like a reverse. It's like fangs from down here. That's pretty it's a dope. weird thing. So I've always been able to push down on people, but this one dude, I remember he got me in a headlock. And unless I was willing, like he said, like either throw my, go full out. I wasn't getting out of this sure. thing. And Oliver had me in one where he was locked in and I was trying to pull him off, but I was losing fucking consciousness while I was trying. 
And I'm like, joking you out. I'm like, you gotta let go, dude. Because I was fighting him and Ivan. So we get on the bed and I'm like throwing him down. And you after, a little, little after back attack. two minutes of that, I'm pretty winded just from throwing sure. him around. I'm not, I'm not at full strength. Like you said, you'd have to go in and you'd have to be one. You got to go on offense. You got to go one and done on a lot of them too. So knees and elbows. Look, if you're, I was probably, I'm gonna say maybe 11, maybe 12, but I think I was probably 11. Chad Hayflinger's house. I don't remember if I've told this story or not, but I'm sure it's about your old South City friends. I'm his, sure you've yeah, sold it a all we ever talk about times. <laughs> his older sister is having some friends over, having a little party. She's like. I don't know, three years older than us. Okay. So, like, at 12, you know, and I'm starting to get some okay. of the cute high school girls over there and everything. And <clears throat> so we're going, we're, we go over there, and they have, she's got all kinds of friends over. And <clears throat> there's this kid, Andy, that was like, he went like 6'2", two, two bills, like big kid, 16 probably years old, somewhere in there. He's a good-sized kid. And uh, I remember he fucking absolutely humiliated me. In front of these girls. Oh, I don't know if I've heard this. He, I, th- I think he had. But he gave me a wedgie, bud, in front of these girls. Tore the fucking waistband off. Oh, yeah. It was a mile up my ass. My underwear was a <laughs> mile up my ass. And I could care less about the wedgie. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't sound like, but like that. To make me look like an idiot in front of that many girls, pal. Oh, oh man. I went in the other room. I, I'm i fucking teared up. I'm humiliated. I am so fucking mad. I am so fucking mad. And Chad's like, man, fuck that dude, man. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that dude is right. We just start plotting. We just, you ever seen one, bud? We start plotting. And Chad's like... All right, I got an idea. Oh, yeah, that's, that sounds All right, I got an idea. He fucking goes over to his dad's dresser. You hear someone? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? No. Okay. Uh, we got to get a chime on that fucking door. We got to get a something. Get a fucking chime on the God's Video feed? Something. Chad goes over to his... Uh, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. Listen, you just want to check? Okay. All right. Chad goes over to his dad's <coughs> dresser, grabs his little change change cup. Oh, he goes all right, and his like the way his he had like a living room, and then they had like an offshoot of their living room that was so like. So this that. is at Chad's house. This is at the Hayflingers' house. Oh, so they have man. like an offshoot off of man, the this actual. This is like living your room. home base too, man. Oh, he did this it, dude he did fucked it up. Your home. This guy <laughs> fucked up bad. <laughs> You disrespected me in the wrong place, pal. Yeah, he went on your turn. You came me. here and did that? It's like fucking trying to go it to Vietnam. It doesn't sound like he fucked up. Oh, though. he fucked up good. <laughs> it At like this it. point, he's feeling real cool humiliating a what, child in front of all of these high school girls he's the, trying to What the to girls impress. think? Oh, they're, they're in they're the room wet. stroking my hair. It's okay, honey. That really? Was, yes. So I, like, I'm already winning. But, but not, you're crying. This is not over 100%. That's how you do it. How, how else do you get girls? Good point. Good point. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so Chad's like, all right, here's the deal. Chad's, Chad's uh, to give people kind of a visual, he had like a, a, his living room was right here, but then there was an offshoot where the TV was that was like this little family room kind of area right here, and it had like a sectional that filled the whole room, and all these girls and this dude are like sitting. Does he have buddies there? Yeah, I think there's like uh, maybe two other dudes there. Yeah. 
uh, and uh, they're all sitting on this couch or whatever, and and then just outside of this room is like another little little bench, little couch yeah. right there. And uh, so Chad's got these fucking. He's got this change cup. He reaches out, and grabs a handful of pennies. Okay, and uh, he goes, "All right, man." And I already <laughs> knew the fucking play. So I, I fucking post up over here on this little couch where they can't see me in a room, and Chad fucking comes peeling out of the dining room over to where the living room couch is at, and he's got these fucking pennies. And he fucking whips one, and the first one, laser show, fucking bang, right between the eyes on fucking Andy. Fucking tags him with this fucking penny, okay? Pennies? He pelts him with a couple of pennies. This kid is fucking hot. Okay. What? So he starts chasing after Chad now, right? He like fucking jumps up real quick. Well, he don't know that I'm fucking around the corner. So I fucking trip him up as soon as he comes out the door. And Chad and I fucking beat on this fucking kid while his fucking friends fucking watched. And then fucking I got up. Everything was fucking good. Kid fucking ended up going home. You want to talk about humiliated? He just got fucking punked by a couple of fucking 11, 12-year-old kids. That is awesome, Beat dude. the fuck out of him, dude. And he fucking... You guys I, were punching him in the face oh, and shit? Oh, I was kicking him. I, we were fucking going to work on this fucking dude. That's why... Like, first thing I thought of when that little poll came out was like, could you take 12, 12-year-olds? I'm like, dude, 12-year-olds are fucking wily. They're spry. Uh, yeah. They're spry. Yeah. I could take a handful of them. Yeah. Uh, only because I'm going to fucking hit one of them. They're so everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. At though. 12. Yeah. Mm, you better yeah. be fucking Bruce Lee. You better be fucking some. You better be fucking. You better be enter the dragon, motherfucker. Because 12, 12 year olds will put a hurt on you. Two, two, two 12 year olds fucking beat that fucking 15, 16 year old kid. Beat him down. He left. He fucking left the did party. He cry? He cry? Oh, I'm sure he did as soon as he got out of that door. I'm sure he fucking did. I'm fucking I'm sure. I'm positive that little cocksucker did. One of the best days of my life. Then what happened? Uh, Everybody I, was like, yeah. yeah. They, 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 they fucking, they, he had it coming. Like, yeah. Nobody was like, nobody was like, you guys. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Fuck Everything it. just went on. As, how, back to the party. Yep, I know. That's how shit went. Beat him and he fucking got on his way. <laughs> I, like there are two, two different instances where like kids in my class beat the hell out of fucking people considerably older than them just with fucking little fucking street smarts, little red dawn motherfuckers. You, know? you had to. You gotta dude. fucking have a plan. That's what's so funny. Beating that him was one of my worked. favorite pennies. Fucking Chad. I was like, Chad, you're fucking playing. Although I, I gotta give him some mad props because there's a room full of people and he had laser precision with that fucking penny. That was a high risk maneuver. That was a high, he was inverted. Because it on could this go. One. You know? It could go. High risk maneuver. That thing can fucking yeah, bend any yeah. which way. He threw a fucking laser show. Right he was athletic, though. I, One of the best athletes yeah, I'll, ever, I'll ever know. That, that's a good. Yeah, a lot of, I remember a lot of traps being pulled, like the tripping thing. That's the play. You get someone to run after you, some dumb idiot, and then somebody trips them. That's, then, you're sorry. done. You're done. Sorry, you you're got done. Tripped, you fool. You fucking. <laughs> you got tripped. You fucking nerd. You fool. God. Uh, Felt good, though, man. Felt good. Felt so then the f- fucking. Good, he, you'd man. think the war drums would have gave it away that we were we were plotting something. What uh? <laughs> have you, do you know what he's up to these days? You ever look him up on Facebook? Andy, I haven't. You should try to look him up right now. See what he's up to. If I had to imagine he's probably fucking a fucking prison guard or something. 
Which what, what letter do we leave off on? Uh, M two hundred. I think yeah. the last. I think we're on the last hundred, aren't we? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Two hundred. Was it M? Yep. Two hundred. No, because we. These are. I thought that was our three stuff. That's all right. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I meant to go to this thing. That's our. <laughs> I thought that was our three stuff. Heard Craig and Steve are giving away a glass piece this morning. Better check out who's sophisticated. Well, we were waiting on a funny email or something. Come on, Ricky. Tell yeah, some people to send some emails. That. We didn't tell them where to send it. Well, we've got fucking... Send it to Hoosiersfiscate.com. Twain at Mycelial.media. Hoosiersfiscate at gmail.com. Mycelial Media. Wherever you send it, we're going to get it. You can win this fight. Oh, I was talking like Christmas poo the other day, too. Were you? I, well, when I thought it was tally. But I guess that's just Christmas poo. Do they? Okay, that's good. That makes me feel better. For real, that was your guys? Wow. I want a Polish guy playing an accordion with a dancing monkey nearby when I die. That's fair. Okay. No. I'll make sure. Who said that? I'll see to it. Doesn't happen. I'll see to it. It doesn't happen. We've been doing a segment on this show where we talk about songs and their meanings. Because everybody's like, I like music. So I was like, oh, I wonder what I can look up that you know really relates to the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, sure. What, 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 what do we do? Um, <clears throat> and we got through about 14 of them. But I forget. We had a pretty nice little conversation that broke into these. We're supposed to actually be done with this segment. We have so much stuff all the time. Sure. We got to get it out of us, man. We got to get all this stuff that's inside of us. And we got to get it out. Rusty, uh, what, what did we tell them we wanted them to? Yeah, just anything. Anything with, oh, it's, it's, it's make us laugh. We're going to do a segment at the end of the show. Where we're LCB. Reading, yes. LCB. Laugh, cry, boner. You either make us laugh, you make us cry, or you bone us up. Yep. So that's the deal. So it's a little story, a joke, something that's a tearjerker, something that's a sperm jerker, something that is yep. a laugh jerker. Yep. Something in one of those veins. And you can win a towel. Towel. You can win. You won't get high. Howdy ho. And don't make it too long. Don't. Make it too long. Who's your sophisticate at gmail.com? Sure. Or Twain at mycelial.media. LCB. Rusty fucking loves it. Um, can you make us laugh? Probably not. I don't think anyone here, when we're reading can you something. Make us- this fucking thing isn't even on. That's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Oh my God. It's hilarious. <laughs> It's my jam. Laugh, cry, bone. Laugh, cry, bone. Laugh, cry, bone. Here's songs that'll make you laugh, cry, and bone up. We left off with the psychedelic furs, and you said, I don't even know what that, I don't even know what that is. Well, I know who they are. I, I just don't, I don't remember the song. I don't remember it's Pretty It's weird, that pink. psychedelic stuff. You're like, I don't even know what it is, man. Well, they're always in the, 
psychedelic uh, like news updates like oh psychedelic fur's new album like how many fucking times I, it's great it's fine little diddy by jack and diane two making kids growing up in the heartland walk on jack and diane is a it's about as unambiguous as songs get Except for one crucial detail. According to Mellencamp, Jack wasn't meant to be a white guy. He wasn't meant to be a white guy in your head, Craig. Okay. This is really a song about race relationships and a white girl being with a black guy. And that's what the song's about. Mellencamp said he explained this to his record company in 1982. (laughs) The record execs were not impressed and purportedly told Mellencamp, Whoa, whoa. Can't you make him something other than that? Like, I don't know, not black fella? Is that in 82? And we're still dealing with stupid fucking bullshit to this day. He eventually agreed to cut the lyrics, making it explicit that Jack is African-American. Oh, he cut the lyrics and focused instead on him being a football star. What? Mellencamp's most successful hit single may not be remembered as a celebration of biracial relationships, but that's definitely where it began. What? Hmm. That's kind of a mind blower. <clears throat> that's fucking bullshit. A laugh, a cry, or a boner. Laugh, cry, or bone. <laughs> 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 Cracklin' Rose, get on board. Or is it Cracklin' Rosie? I have no idea. Is it Cracklin' Rosie? Neil I, Diamond? I don't know very crackling much Neil Diamond. Rosie? I thought it was Cracklin' Rose. I don't know very much Neil Diamond. Oh, my God. Wait. Cracklin'. Cracklin' Rose is a thing, too. Neil Diamond, Cracklin' Rosie. I'll be damned. Cracklin' Rose, get on board. Never heard it. We're gonna ride till there ain't no more to go. Taking it slow. Oh, yeah. I've heard it. And Lord, don't you know. Okay, I got it. I can turn invisible if I really try hard. Cracklin' Rose. I, okay, what's it about? Well, you don't even know the song, so fucking skip it. No, I'm joking. It was Neil Diamond's first number one hit, and most people just assumed Cracklin' Rosie was described in the song as a store-bought woman, a poor man's lady, was a prostitute. Turns out Rosie wasn't even meant to be a person at all. Diamond revealed in a Rolling Stone interview that the song was inspired by a Native American tribe in Canada which had more men than women. On Saturday nights, when they go out, the guys all get their girl, Diamond said, but the guys who weren't able to find a girl... Get a bottle of Cracklin' Rosie. Instead, he said, that's their girl for the weekend. Some wineries even briefly sold their own version of Cracklin' Rosie wine, though it was never as popular (coughs) as the song, bud. Huh? Okay. Oh, this is your favorite song ever. You've said it a million times. Wasted away again in Margaritaville. I do love Jimmy Buffett. I think Jimmy Buffett just got it figured out. Searching for my lost shaker song. Where's the song? Where's the fucking song? 
Some people claim that there's a woman to blame. Where's but the I know. salt? It's all my fault. Where's the salt? All right. It's a song that conjures images of lazy summer days and drinking too many margaritas. <laughs> but if you've never sung along to more than the some people claim that there's a woman to blame part, you might have noticed that the lyrics actually paint a bleak picture. The song's narrator isn't on vacation, but wasting away in a beach resort community, getting tattoos he doesn't remember, looking for lost salt shakers, and endlessly drinking cocktails to help him hang on. <clears throat> Is he aimless and depressed because of a failed relationship? Sure seems like it. And as the song unfolds, he goes from insisting it's nobody's fault to hell. What did they it just teach me? My the, the fucking song it's is explicitly about a guy who just spent his days fucking up, getting drunk. All kinds of shit turned out to actually be his fault when he kind of sobered up a little bit. Come on, dude. Yeah, but they're just saying this guy's on the verge of killing himself, and a lot of people are like, "Hey, wasted." Yeah, no shit. Again That's the point. Margaritaville. Ha <laughs> ha! I got no shoes on, everybody. That's the fucking point. I don't care. I'm gonna step on broken glass. It's like an idiot, point, bud. Oh, number seventeen, one of my favorite songs of all time. Macho, macho man. Macho man. I've got to be a macho man. Macho, 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 macho man. Macho, macho, macho. You know that? Macho. That's a great word. Macho. Macho is a great word. Might be my favorite. Oddly word. enough, that song reminds me of Joan Cusack. Sure. And sure. Adam's family values sure, when she thinks me. that she's killed Fester and she's in she's in the bar and these guys are carrying all around singing Macho Man. I kind of got boned up for Joan Cusack and Adam's family values, and I never thought that she was very attractive, but as uh, as, as, as as Debbie, the fucking, like, whew, she you. boned me up big. Something I'm that's weird. I've only seen it maybe a couple times, but I remember I've that. I've seen it a couple hundred times. I know. Uh, she's still getting it. Like, she's still doing it for me. <laughs> When you think of the village people song, macho man, macho, two words that probably don't spring to mind are dark and serious. <laughs> nice grab. But that's apparently what the French songwriters had. They let the fucking French write that song? The, Fre the village people are French? <coughs> no. Are they? The village people are French? Hang on. Maybe they didn't write the song. But that's apparently what the French songwriters had in mind, according to David Hodo, otherwise known as the construction worker. At the time, Macho had been banned from the English language by the feminist movement, Hodo says. We don't remember that quite being the case, but whatever. Some people had fears that masculinity uh, was under attack and the world needed songs. They're American. Championing men who weren't afraid to dress like sexy Indians or shirtless bikers. They're American, but they were formed by French producers Jacques oh. Morale and Henri Belolo. Henri. Henri Belolo. Henri. Thank Put you. Some marbles in my mouth. When the producers pulled us together Who's to Who's the this, hottest village person? If you had to, if you had to say, uh, the Native American. Ooh, he's a pretty man. I kind of think old cowboy cow. over here. There's I think Mike, Mike fucking Ote over there. That looks just. It like does him. look like Mike Ote. Mike Ote's a cowboy. It does look like Mike Ote. Is the the, the biker. biker? 
the cop, the cop looks like. Cop's good looking dude. Yeah, the cop is my type of dude. I think I'd have a lot of fun with that guy. I think I could be friends with the. All of them. I could be friends with all of them. The bell. Is that what he is? Or is he, is he like a, a, a captain or like, he looks like he's a, I don't remember him being in the group. I think this guy's just, just jumping in a picture. picture. (laughs) He's just jumping in a picture. This is actually the president of some (laughs) forgotten. Well, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's got like regalia and everything. It looks like, so yeah, whatever. Stand, it looks like Morgan Freeman a little bit, too. He's just like, hey, guys, I'm here. Because you see pictures of Morgan Freeman all throughout history where you're like, this guy's been around for fucking ever. And I love him. Um, I mean, he's in his 80s, I think. Do you remember The Trees by Rush? Mm, remind me how it goes. That. I don't know. Maybe listen to it on your phone real quick. Can you do that away from the microphone? Sure. Um, fans of prog rock legends Rush might be tempted to overanalyze the song like The Trees. The story of unrest in the forest with anthropomorphic maple and oak trees battling for sunlight. Anthropomorphic maple and oak trees battling for sunlight sure does feel like an allegory for civil rights or an argument for libertarian politics or maybe a cautionary tale about the futility of war. But when Rush drummer and lyricist Neil Peart was asked during an interview with Modern Drummer magazine, Peart, um, magazine to explain the song. He said much, much, much simpler than simpler than any of those theories. I saw a cartoon picture with these trees carrying on like fools. <sighs> Peart said, I thought, what if trees acted like people? Um, that's it. What if trees acted like people? He saw a cartoon. That one doesn't get radio play. There's unrest in the forest. Yeah, that one's not getting on KC anytime soon, even though. Fucking. <laughs> Oh, this is one of my favorite songs. 99 Luftballons. Love. No doubt. 99. Goldfinger's version. Everything about this catchy one-hit wonder sounds like the 80s synthy stuff. Fluff. Come on, it's a song about balloons. Duh. 99 Red Balloons. Duh. Has there ever been a song more inconsequential? Duh. Well, if you th- why are these? God damn well, if it, you Rusty. think that you might want to listen to it again, there's a bigger story happening in this tune than just a bunch of balloons taking flight. Shut up. Uh, it was inspired by something lead singer Gabrielle Kerner witnessed at a Rolling Stones concert in West Berlin during the Tattoo You tour. Mick Jagger released thousands of balloons at the end of the concert. You recall they were all picked up by the wind and carried in the direction of East Berlin. Over the Berlin Wall. I'll never forget that image. She and guitarist, lyricist Carlo Carges imagined what it might happen if the balloons were mistaken for UFOs, which led to various countries shooting missiles at each other and inevitably a full on nuclear war. That's right, 99 Luft Balloons. Luft Balloons is about nuclear devastation caused by an innocent bundle of balloons released into the sky by Mick Jagger. Okay. Pretty cool, man. That's pretty fucking neat. Pretty cool. Oh, I love this. I was just listening to this the other day. <laughs> Royals by Lord. Lord, um, it's been called the anthem for millennials. Kush coach says you're done in this town. Fuck Kush Coach. All I see Kush Coach. All I see the Kush Coach doing. Come on. All I see. Oh, Jesus, Seth. Just take me, take me out of it. Just take it off. 
Oh, I'm the garbage coach. I got words for the Kush coach. All I see this guy online is him yappity yap yapping. Oh, I can help you grow cannabis. Oh, I grow really good cannabis and I can help other people. Oh, I'm trying to give my knowledge to people and teach them how to grow good medicine. Oh, I eat farts. My name's Kush Coach, and I like to sniff my own farts every day. He has a tent. I got a 4x4 four four tent, okay? Guy's got a 2x2 two two tent. It's only about yay big, and he gets into it. You know the ventilation systems in these tents, brother? Well, he's got a fart tent that he just sits in, right? And he just incubates in his own smelly, airy feces, okay? <laughs> he just let, he's, he calls it incubating the seeds. He calls it popping beans. And then once it gets ripe enough in there, he masturbates to the stench. Oh, now, come... Come on, bud. That's where you're going to go with that? It's embarrassing. It's called the anthem for millennials. Generational uh, rejection of consumerism and materialism. We'll never be royal, she sings. It don't run in our blood. That kind of lux just ain't for lust. Lust. It don't run in our blood. That kind of lux just ain't for us. We crave a different kind of buzz. Uh, seems pretty cut and dried. But when the New Zealand pop singer explained the song's origins, the message was a bit more literal. She had apparently been flipping through an old issue of National Geographic and happened upon a picture of this dude signing baseballs, right? Lord explained to VH1, he was like a baseball player and his shirt said rolls. And I was like, oh, I really like that word because I'm a big word fetishist. And I'll pick a word and I'll pin it to an idea to that. <laughs> the dude turned out to be George motherfucking Brett. Yep. Former third baseman for the Kansas City what? Royals. Royals. And also uh, everyone says he's a, uh, they also call him 207. Man, yeah, and I'm coming out right now. I'm a lizard man for life. I'm a fucking lizard, lizard. Can you be a lizard too? I'll be a lizard just for me. I'll be a lizard just for you. And I'm gonna be a lizard. <laughs> what? Are you still having me on this fucking camera? I've been doing all this. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, I'm just uh, letting everybody know that they can email. No, they can email who's your sophisticate at gmail.com or Twain T W A I N at mycelial m y c e l i a l dot media. We could do that. <laughs> we could do that. All right, you gotta harden up the two of us. We're getting too soft in our we old are. age, bud. Oh, <laughs> you break your fucking hand, it, dog. Break your fucking hand on my bicep, man. Guys, watch on Twitch. Right here. 
Right here, look at that. Whoop. Twitch TV right there. The Zoomer Sophisticate. Right here. Are you gonna miss the green screen when I inevitably paint the walls with your blood? Nailed <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ooh, yep. Sure are. Sure are. Right now, uh, people can. You're already getting that one out, huh? No, I'm just taking this. Well, you want you want to you want this day in history real quick? <laughs> yep, of course. Oh, on oh, this day in history brought to you by Bundren Property Group. With the Watergate scandal looming, U.S. President Richard Nixon gives his famous speech in front of 400 Associated Press editors. I welcome this kind of examination because people have not have to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I am not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. That's brought to you by Bundren Property Group. 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 Bundren Property they'll help you sell your house they'll help you buy a house that's a bunch of property group do guys we're going to break on the other side of the break we're going to talk about sex drugs and rock and can you roll. handle it put the women and kids to bed sex drugs and rock and roll email hoosiersfisk at gmail.com or twain t-w-a-i-n at mycelial.media make us laugh make us cry or give us a boner do it one of those one is going to win you that pipe this is Tally. This Do is, it. This is Tally. Right there. Do it. Look, little pipes right here where my thumb's at. Do it. This thing's worth uh, 53 bucks. Look at this, man. Like, I'm way over here. And I'm on the camera. 53 bucks. I don't know. This, again. Again. Monday nights, things are out of control. <laughs> Guys, on the other side of the break. No, I'm just saying that camera has a fucking a wide, wide breadth. breadth. It's pretty interesting that we use two words. That, yeah, kind of. Uh, mine was have, off. Mine was off. No, birth works. Eh, birth it doesn't straight. have a wide birth in that. Huh. I think it's great. Works. Guys, see you on the other side. See you on the other side. See you on the other side. In five, four, three, two, one. This is what this is what you asked for. What <laughs> you open you it get. up? You open it up to him, pal. <laughs> I didn't. No, I'm just saying. That, 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 I'm saying I said that if we get 75 view. viewers. The royal view. It was not. This was, uh, that, wasn't it fucking. Uh, Jason goes, give it away for something fun. Yeah. <laughs> you, and you brought it. Don't, don't put, don't put you your like, fucking evil on me. Email. No, I think you said send us an email. Mm, maybe it was Seth. Seth I'm blaming Seth. it on Seth. Seth. It was definitely Seth. I'm blaming it on Seth. Guys, we're back to the show. The third hour is where it all gets nasty. Let's talk about the good stuff. Oh, there's Mike. There's the guy. There's the guy changing all the fucking things on us. Actually, we'll blame Seth for doing that. Mike did. Mike did his job. Came here, gave you guys the weather, and you guys were like, you guys are always like, Mike, I get emails every day. Like, Mike was wrong about Thursday's weather. And I was like, he didn't tell you. He told you. He told you nothing about Thursday weather. He said it might be anything. So I don't know what your panties are in a little bunch for. Okay. 
Let's talk about all the sexy sex stuff. Craig, you got something about, are you reading? Are you, we'll save them for tomorrow. So we'll go through them today. Save them for tomorrow. Okay. Okay. We'll give them a whole day to go ahead and write in unless they want to write in by the end of the show. You have an hour to write in. Hoosier Sophisticate at Gmail or Twain at mycelial.media. Watch us on, oh, I don't know, Twitch, Facebook, not really, YouTube. You can do that if you want. You can watch us on Periscope. Great thing about Twitch, Craig. Plays in the back pocket. Put it in the back pocket. Yep. Just put it right in your back pocket, and you can listen to everything we're doing. That's pretty cool, too. Uh, the other day, I was tuned into uh, Twitch feed. Uh, old, our buddy Ricky Starling uh, was on uh, I love that guy, man. Was on Twitch. He was playing a little CSGO, uh, and uh, I just really? happened to have it. I, I was checking it out on my phone before I left somewhere, and uh, I get in my car. And Twitch also aligns like if you have Bluetooth in your car, so it'll it'll load in all the titles and everything. Like YouTube would never do that; it would just say like you know unknown artist or whatever, or just be blank. Came up with his Twitch feed, what the name, whatever the title of his show or whatever. So if you're riding in the car, you can listen to this in the car on a Bluetooth on radio. the Bluetooth, and it'll give you all the information that's loaded you're, into this. You're stream. kidding me right kidding now, you. Craig. You have to be kidding me. We've replaced his local station for his drive to work. Oh, the Kush coach coming to town. Wish he would, cause then I could get in his face and say, You're done in this town. You're done in this town. Done in this town. You're done in this town. Making bacon, making it a magical sandwich. Making it, making love, making one's way downtown, making the beast with making two bags. Making my way downtown. <laughs> making whoopee, marital congress, mashing the fat. Cranking whoopee. Mattress dancing, matrimonial polka, midnight jockey ride, mingling limbs, mission, moistening up the pope, mollican, mollican. Mollicking? <laughs> Monkey business, monster mashing. Ooh, I like monster mashing. <laughs> Mort deuce. What? Mort Doucet. Mortar and pestle. Pestle? Pestle? Moving furniture. Myrtling. Naffing, nailing, negotiating the forested chasm. <laughs> negotiating the forested chasm. Nobbling, naughty, nubbing, nugging, nerdling, nut in the guts. <laughs> <laughs> Nigling. Occupying. <laughs> occupying. Opening the gates of Mordor. Organ grinding, oscillating the unmentionables, paddling up Coochie Creek. Palliardizing. Palliardizing. Pants off, dance off, parallel parking. Parking the beef bus in Tuna Town. Come on, Got guys. Got to nail her back in her Come trailer, on. if you know what I mean. Parting the pink sea, passing the gravy, patching the hatchet wound, peeling the tree bark, pelvic pinocchio. That's how you spell pinochle? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Get the fuck, fuck out. Pelvic pinochle. Pel pelvic pinochle. <laughs> Guys, pinochle spelled P-I-N-O-C-H-L-E. Fucking learn something new every day. Footson. <laughs> Footson. <laughs> Footson. Footson. <laughs> Time for the footsing. Pickling the prime meridian. Pile driving. Pizzling. Pickling the prime meridian. <laughs> <laughs> That's my go-to. Uh, planting the parsnip, playing a game, and Mister Wobbly hides the helmet. Playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, 
Playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> playing Hide the Cannoli. Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hide the Cannoli over here. Playing Pinkaboo with your vein cane in the flesh pipe. Playing Tetris. Whew. Playing the box the kid came in. <laughs> playing with the box the kid came in. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Plonking, plonking, pluking, plowing through the bean field, plugging, pogo in the shrub, poking squid, pole varnishing, poking squid, (laughs) poking squid, (laughs) polishing the porpoise, pondering the unicorn, porking, posting a letter, pounding the paternal piston, pounding the punani pavement, puddle snuggling, pranging. Praying with knees upwards, pressing dangly parts, pressing the baby button, pressure washing the quiver bone and the bitch wrinkle. <laughs> what? The bitch wrinkle? Fuck it. Woo! Who's ever said that? Thought catalog. Prigging, prick scouring, <laughs> pronging, poly holly, pumping fur. I'm just going to go pump some fur. Pumping fur is excellent. I like the punch. Punch fucking. <laughs> Punch fucking the rosebud, punching the cow, putting condensed milk on the waffle, putting ranch dressing in the Hidden Valley, putting the bread in the oven, putting the email in the spam folder, and putting the wand in the chamber. Secrets. We're at 280. We got 120 left. Okay. So we'll save those. Steve, you know. Because uh, it keeps them watching. People are psychedelics, like, I got to tune in tomorrow. As psychedelics come online, there's market that is, uh, you know, coming online alongside it. And we've talked about Compass Pathways a few times. Uh, I think they're the first publicly traded uh, psychedelic medicine company. And their stock just took a big old dive. Took a dump? Took a dump. After the London-based psychedelic drug developer held to its plans to report clinical trial next year and noted a number of differences between its approach to psychedelics and that of Oregon, where voters last week legalized psilocybin therapy. The remarks were made on Compass Pathways conference call to discuss its third quarter results, the company's first such report since going public in September. Compass reported deeper per share losses than some analysts expected as share-based compensation, development, and other costs rose. The company's leading in developing a synthetic form of psilocybin called COMP360 to be used in conjunction with psychological therapy. Psilocybin is the hallucinogenic compound in magic mushrooms. FDA gave them breakthrough status for COMP360 for treatment-resistant depression, and the company's currently evaluating COMP360 paired with therapy in a Phase 2B trial for that condition, which plans to recruit up to 216 patients. If approved, Compass has said it plans to market the product to clinics and healthcare providers in the U.S. and Europe. But CEO George Goldsmith, when asked about the Oregon vote during the call, noted that the vote kicked off a two-year process to design guidelines for therapy. He said the company shared the sentiment of voters that current mental illness remedies were not sufficient, but as the state begins to carve out those protocols, he signaled the best way to ensure safety and effectiveness was with regulatory approval. Quit trying to get mega rich off of fucking ceremony and sacrament. Off of medicine. Stop. You fucking cunt. Yeah, just stop. I'm I'm all for the progression. Yeah, totally. But if you are in there going, 
Here's a new business. <laughs> I'm gonna get the money. Remember in Vegas vacation? He's like, I got the money. I want the money. You want the money? I got the money. Bitcoin went up again another fucking 5%. How you today. doing? How about that? How's your portfolio? I need to take a look today. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a few today, I think. Not bad. Double. Not bad since the last, it was 15 the last time we looked at it. Ooh, now it's 17 one. <laughs> Imagine what that pizza's worth now. Uh, we got 175 people watching on Facebook. Guys, switch over to Twitch. What's wrong with you guys? Get on over to Twitch. Get on, get on down, say, get on down to Twitch. Get on down to Glicks. Remember Glicks? No. Um, no. Get on down. Get on down to Glicks. Is it local? Glicks? Yeah, it was local. Yeah, it was a commercial in St. Louis. Get on down to Glicks. Get on down. Get on down to Glicks. Get on down. You getting anything? Nah. It was worth a shot. Maybe it was. So, yeah, um, it's kind of we've seen this story, haven't we? A couple guys get approved to do some real breakthrough shit in the name of changing the world. And then all of a sudden they're the first ones to the market. Well, we're the only ones that could possibly be doing this safely. We're not even using the mushrooms. We're actually making a synthetic form of this. I just when are we going to live in a a time period where the leaders are actual leaders of these communities and we start. We're already there where we're having these conversations about it, but when are we going to get to a point where they allow us to experiment with our own consciousness and lift some of the veils and answer, start to try to answer some of the questions that plagued mankind since the beginning of time or what we assumed plagued man at the beginning of time? Because we look at tribes and uh, a lot of people have looked at tribes and this is just kind of maybe from my own perspective is you see videos about people who live in the Amazonian rainforest and you're like, look at those. They're so primitive. They don't have all of the technology we have. They must be so unhappy with their fucking shit. And it's a totally different life, a lifestyle, a, a more connected with source. And now we're starting to even bastardize what this source is, we're starting to say, oh, can we make money off source? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, people have been making money off religion since the fucking first sentence where religion was uttered. But it's weird to see, you know, we've listened to Aubrey Marcus and uh, Duncan Trussell and some of the, the documentaries we've watched and talked about. We're seeing that, you know, ayahuasca is becoming a kind of a uh, niche industry it's, in some uh, of these places. It's, it's, getting, it's getting to be pretty trendy. Totally. That's the, it's like, oh, know. I'm from California. My, my life's pretty good here. I got nothing, no real problems, but I'm not happy. You know, like, what? what is my purpose? What is everything? Let me go do ayahuasca. You know? Well, it's there's a lot of people like that think Father that that's John where Misty. they're just going to get the fuck. Exactly. They're going to yeah. get the answer. They're going to come back woke. It's going to solve all of their problems. They're going, you know, and if they don't put action to any of those lessons, like Alan Watts said, you know, you get the message, hang up the phone. There's so many people that continue to just keep seeking it out through. And I, I'm, I'm the biggest uh, proponent of people looking for answers in different realms and different places. Like, please do that. Please look for some, if anything, some perspective, you know, that, that some of these medicines can give you. But like, if you're, if you're broken, 
right? Like it might only be able to show you maybe what's broken, but there's still going to be like work you got to do right here. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Uh, and I feel like uh, it has, it's come, it's become, uh, you want to answer that? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to text him and let him know. <laughs> he maybe he wants to be on. That's all I'm going to ask him. Uh, Alan Watts talks in circles like a madman. What are you talking about, Devin LaValle? Oh, Devin. Um, I, I, it, it's, it's become this trendy thing. F- ten years ago, there were people talking about ayahuasca, but they were pretty few see that and comment? far between. It's always... Uh, I'll always swear by psilocybin, psilocybin and yes. lion's mane combo. I feel like it's not only helped my brain recover from seizures faster, but I feel my brain process faster. 0.5 grams of psilocybin mushrooms and one gram of lion mane, both dried in pill form. Allegedly is what someone might do to help them. Well, I mean, that, that, that sounds a lot like I think Stamets protocol is it's a, it's a lion's mane psilocybin stack. Fuck yeah. Uh, dude, I'm into it. So I get the point I was getting at. It's, it's funny because it's, it's a bit, uh, a lot of it becomes a bit cliche as things come more and more into the, into the mainstream. Right. But at the same time, I remember, I remember saying 10 years ago, how cool would it be to just be able to have a conversation with this, with people with an open mind and, and be talking about what this could actually do to heal people. And we're now, we're now getting to you know, the point where pretty much everybody has, has heard it in some way on a news story on NBC primetime, or there's, there's a lot of psychedelic news coming out and there's a lot more companies coming mainstream with it. Well, it's done. The mainstream psychedelia movement is kind of done that old school, like look at the trippy poster Mm -hmm. and the people in the park all fucking Mm -hmm. doing one of these things. Uh, They're naked. Mm-hmm. Getting all their grind on, they're grinding on the wind. They're making love to nature. That big mainstream thing is kind of gone. The festival life isn't necessarily associated with psychedelia anymore. I don't think a lot of voters are going, "Oh, mushrooms! That's what they're doing at all those festivals." Yeah, no, I, th- I, I think they're more like they're all high on pot out there. It's a bunch of pot stoners out there yeah, listening to maybe Jack acid. Johnson and fucking. Yeah, I don't know. I think this yeah. the average person now in their 30s and 40s yeah. ha- is not a part yeah. of that. They know they probably tried acid or mushrooms once or sure. twice. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's crazy. They probably either had a sure. bad experience and are just like, not for me. If it's working in small doses for other people, mm-hmm. yeah, fine. But even if you've had a bad experience, I hope that you can realize that that's part of the whole deal anyway. Yeah. Like that's yeah. sometimes you got to go through hard shit to figure shit out. And sometimes it takes that message to let you know that well, here we go. Hey, you're on live with Hooter Sophisticate. How's it going? Here's our sponsor of the live from sweet leaf uh, studios. And his name is Jason long dong Dominguez. What's up, buddy? That's right. Good morning, Steve. Hi, Craig. How are you guys doing? What's up, brother? Good morning. What's um, up? I wasn't I wasn't calling to bug you guys, but apparently you needed some some love. So hello, 
I hear you talking about psychedelic, huh? Yeah, we're talking about. So you've been listening to the show all morning, uh, so you know we're talking about psychedelics right now. Yeah, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty attentive this morning about stuff. Uh, you got the show playing live down there in Farmington. Um, ooh, we got a lot of good vibes on the text line right now. It says, "Oh, Jason, sweet." Um, so they're happy you're on the the line again. Um, what do you think about psychedelics, man? Um, I think, uh, uh, boy, that's a really big, tough question. <laughs> I know, I know. What do I think about psychedelics? I'll tell you, my own experience is that most of them probably should be legal. Perfect. I mean, that's 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 my theory on it. When it comes to like shrimp, man, I, I I I'm all about it. In fact, it's a, it's it's more medicinal than most medicinal things out there. Damn I've right. seen it myself. I've had a lot of resets in my life that if I didn't have mushrooms, I probably wouldn't have been able to survive. I'm not kidding about that at all. So, I, and and it's it's kind of crazy. And and if we we embraced psychedelics and other drugs a little bit more friendly instead of being hateful towards the people that use it, we'd probably be a lot farther along in life right now. And that's that's about my thought on that. I think that's a very succinct thought. There, summed it up, baby. Okay. Well, there you have it. Then I guess that's you guys have a great day well what do we got going on in farmington let these freaks know we got anything good going on in farmington oh let's see here i don't have anything really great going on there except okay, perfect. for a whole bunch of stuff i mean there's lots of stuff that's that's here you're gonna be uh <laughs> you going to be uh playing any live music today or what's the deal I was actually thinking about headed up your way and doing a little bit of a oh, set i gotta get i gotta get out of here and watch these kids i'll be back up here later tonight though that's exactly what I was calling for in the first place. I'm going to see what the plan was. Yeah, because so you bet what? me 1500 bucks. We can get into that whole thing again right now on the morning <laughs> show. 1500 bucks, because I'll play all of those songs flawless today. I, I don't believe you, Steve. I don't Fine. believe you. Craig, I love you. I love you, Steve. You but saw I the list. What do you think? I think you play those songs Craig, a lot. Just stay yeah. out of it, buddy. Yeah. 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 Just stay out of it, buddy. Out of this, buddy. No, I'll leave him in this. All right, we're opening up Festus. What are we? When are we opening up? We are opening up the day after Thanksgiving. Black it's Friday, not that night. Are we going to have and some we, ridiculous sales in here on Black Friday, Jason? I am going to give away all kinds of stuff. I don't even know what the word sale is. We're talking freebies. We're talking all kinds of good stuff. Certifications in the middle of the night. I mean, I'm not. I'm not playing around. We'll <laughs> Let's see do a it. lot of this stuff as we get through it. It'll be posted online what we're doing, but. The nice. idea is to make sure that Festus knows we're there and we're there for good. I mean, they should know already. We've been there a while, but yeah, but we we haven't really been open, open. No, uh, we just been no, giving no, them a little no. sniff. We just been that giving them a sweet little leaf, you know? sniff. Right, you want sweet leaf? You got to go to Farmington right now. But we're bringing it to you, and that's exactly what's kicking. So. Uh, someone has a question for you on the text line, and then I'll let you go. Sure, Jason, I'd love to ask you a question. Do you think there is a point someone should stop using psychedelics? Sounds like it's a uh, well, this goes this goes along with, the, with with laws and everything. If you're using psychedelics, in most cases, you should probably have a physician helping you with that. But we don't have that kind of structure in the United States. I wouldn't know, but I can tell you right now, you shouldn't be using psychedelics by yourself anyway. You should always have somebody around you that knows what the hell is going on and what and you're it, taking with you. That's that helps me, that. actually. Like, taking it by myself fucking, it's creepy, kind of. Yeah, yeah, you have to have, have, having, have having someone a trip hold guide. space. Having that's what we used there. to call them when we were fucking, just yeah, had no always, other words I've called them angels before. Yeah, there's yeah. always somebody around that knows what's going on, man. That's just the way it works. That's, that's just the safety of it all. But it would be helpful if there was science, legitimate and additional help involved here you know where you can talk to your doctor and 
especially in sites like that. And I, 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 we just could go on for hours yeah. and hours and it, hours. Isn't that the deal, though? You got to let go of control. And if you're going to do it by yourself, then that that is the true essence of letting go go of control. Um, that way so you don't keep talking. one foot in the real world. You don't. You don't have an anchor anchoring you back home. You are fully I don't think gone. Anybody's looking for that, Steve. I oh, I am. I'm matter. looking for an anchor. I'm looking to look at someone who's not tripping and go, "Is this real?" And they go, "Yes" or "No." <laughs> That's what I'm fucking looking for. Well, then, see, then I guess the answer is simply it just depends on who's who. <laughs> That's I'm true. the worst guy for that. Is that real? I'm like a hundred percent. It's real. <laughs> I know. Everything. Me too. Don't ask me. Everything ask you me see you right now is as real as it gets. <laughs> Jason, we love you. We'll let you go. Um, we'll we'll keep everybody updated on what's happening in Farmington. We maybe maybe we'll go live and give people a little concert tonight. Who knows? Uh, you know that might not be a bad idea. You need Steve. to freshen let up though, because you're like know. I got I play. Uh, Guitar better than 99% of people I know, but yet I gotta, wait, I gotta freshen wait, up. Wait, I gotta freshen wait. up a little bit before I get on live. Let's go live and wow these motherfuckers and uh, we'll know some shit. Everybody says, amen, brother. We're getting hard science. I think that's sarcasm. Jason, thanks for joining the show. We appreciate everything you do, buddy. Love you, brother. You guys have a good day. I'll talk to you later. See you, Love you buddy. See ya. Bye. Love that dude. Make love love that, to dude. that dude. Amazing. Hell no, I love being alone with my thoughts. I don't want anyone to, uh, to harsh my trip by guiding my thoughts and emotions into an area I don't want them to go. Yeah, well, actually, I <laughs> yes. well, he's not wrong. I mean, you know, a, lo- a, a, a good trip sitter isn't projecting anything into your trip. They're just yeah, sitting they're there, in just case, there in case you need some water, in case you need some help to the bathroom. Like, they're not, <laughs> yeah. they're only there to talk to you if you ask them to talk space, to them. Like no that. doubt. Yeah, a good, a good little trip, sir. A good little angel isn't necessarily interjecting any kind of thoughts. Uh, say you have an awakening that's solid and your next trip shakes that up. I mean, <laughs> I think there is, there's an overarching uh, lesson in that, right? Like, you get, you get the answer. And answers are really only temporary. Like, answers might be that they might be a direction to go in that moment to maybe solve some problems you're – facing or you're having a hard time you know making sense of uh and maybe the next time something shakes that up because we need to be reminded that you know there's another way to look at this situation or the the perspective of this situation so i'm it's one of those things man like i am just yeah i've I've talked about it a bunch of times on here like my hardest trips are my most beneficial trips the the most challenging trips i have are the ones where i come out of it getting some shit done it's so few and far between that i have one of those super humbling like that was a hard one it's usually for me it's like eh, i kind of know this place this is this feels kind of like home to me i'm pretty comfortable here uh it's I, I i i love it on the those few times where like it just grabs me and say remember me motherfucker like it's not you know you you're not fucking just all fine and comfortable and fine and dandy like there's some shit you got to fucking handle here so let yeah. me just remind you that the infinite is equally dark as it is light and yeah. so you know and like and those are the trips where i wake up the next day and i'm like better make something of of the time here sure better make a little something of the time here because you got yeah. a real can-do attitude and i wonder how much of that is just your psyche going Oh, I know this place. I'm comfortable here because I choose to be. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I have I don't have control, I am going to go into it with this mind state. 
because I think that has everything to do with it. If you're going in frightened in a frightened, heightened situation and all this shit is fear, fear, fear around you, you can really get fucked up on some fucking psychedelics. Like when some bad shit happens during the psychedelic experience, you're like, Jesus Christ. But also when people have like, and I'm talking like, you know, randomly you see somebody get like injured and you're like, God, I don't want to see anybody get hurt on psychedelics. Like, fuck. No doubt. But more or less, if someone's like, oh, I'm in my own head and shit, I'm the worst trip sitter because I'm like, 100% you are. That's what the whole fuck. This reminds me of Steve, me. Hey, Steve, it seems like everyone is testing me. Steve, everyone is testing you, dude. (laughs) I just go with it. I am. I. Well, it's weird because I'm kind of running because people might think they want reassurance or like that they're not crazy. My whole life has been trying to get people. If they're like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, you're not freaking out. Everything's fine. And they're like, well, I'm freaking out more like that because I don't buy it. Because I don't buy it. I don't know everything's fine for this person. So the only thing I can do for you is be true. So that way, that's one more thing you don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. is whether or not I am lying to you. I am giving you my whole full true self. One less thing on your plate you need to worry about. So if someone comes up to me and be like, I'm kind of freaking out. Be like, yeah, you probably are. You know what I mean? Like, and you got 14 more hours of it. So, ah, what's the choice then? You know, kind of get down to the root of it. Like, oh, you don't have to freak out or you can freak out. And I've been there and it's kind of nice to see other people from the outside and be like, yeah, just kind of a madman situation. And I think when you start to think things, if you're more simple, if you're like, ah, fuck it, just keep it simple, baby. I feel like that's an easier ride. When you really start working the old brain basket, which that's part of it, you really do. I go to that space to try to fucking work this mm-hmm. thing out, man. I want to get it of uh, the max amount effort out of it. And then sometimes you're like, whoop, stuck in a loop, stuck in a hard loop. And seconds are hours. But all that is is teaching you time is never the same thing. Mm-hmm. Time is all when you're having fun. Time is like, whoo, rocket ship. When you're in a terrible space, time takes forever. Time isn't real. Nothing is real. What are you going to do? Are, uh, because we, we named the show The Myth of Death <clears throat> Monday. Because you asked me, and that was a fucking podcast I was listening to. You named it. You're like, dude, Aubrey Marcus named his podcast that. And I was like, yeah, I directly stole it from him. That's it's. Yeah, I was like, I'll change it. Now. <laughs> um, but they were talking about psychedelic history. Have you ever done five meo? I have not done the toad. That's the I had toad, an opportunity, I mean. but I had just had a pretty. They said it was like a thousand orgasms. I had a pretty uh, at once. Uh, like the week leading up to that, I remember. Or like not the week, but like just. Like a couple of weekends leading up to that, I had a couple of different medicine space. And then like after being out and having drinks or whatever, someone was like, oh, hey, you know, like you raising toads. Yeah. Someone was like, hey, you know, I I administer toad medicine. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I'm fucking hammered. So no thanks. You know, like put some in this shot glass. (laughs) Totally want to do it. I just don't want to do it it, now. Dry it. Smoke smoke it. it. Yeah. Um. Sonoran, what's the frog? Sonoran desert toad. Okay. There's a couple. Of, yeah, it's also called the Colorado. But they were talking about that and how when you go into Colorado space, River toad, when yeah. you go into space, you have a Bufo Alvarius. Otherworldly experience if you are okay with dying. <laughs> if yeah. you're okay with not coming back 
to whatever it is you feel and whatever they're finding out new information on black holes that information frequency. There are two things that can escape black holes that they're okay. finding out that black holes are actually like a they're vortex. They're stuff out too. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> so they're figuring out all of this, this new landscape. And this guy on the Aubrey Marcus podcast was talking about, you listen to it about, yeah, I'm about, I got probably about a half hour left, 40 minutes left about being able to, when he goes into that space, totally disassociate from what it from whatever he is, from whatever this fucking thing is. Mm -hmm. He's totally dis disassociated with yeah. it. He's, he's gone from it and how, fuck that feels like death because both of them had been in accidents mm -hmm. where they were just fucking slipping away like I, yeah, I, Aubrey I almost died like in car his accident, accident. Yeah. yeah and uh, like and that dude was what did he he got what happened to him stabbed, stabbed? Or shot. Yeah, yeah 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 anyway yes but they both were like oh no that was a you know i was it was like go here and it was like a familiar space and i did have someone tell me one day blew my brain wide open about if you listen to music and every time they talk about home in, in music <clears throat> that they're talking about death. So re-listen to all the songs about death, uh, about home and realize that home is just a place we all go, <clears throat> you know, walking each other home. I love that shit. And then we go, uh, and then university and school, that is all life. So all of these artists and musicians are all on the same plane of reality where they all go, wink, you know, when we're talking about home, wink, we all know we've all been to the space where we're collecting frequencies and we're putting them in inside of us into our fucking, you know, antenna and propelling it back out like you know i love the story about the uh, wallflowers that you know because it's so weird i mean i without telling you i've had that thought before where it's just there's bandwidth up here and we're all kind of it's all around us and we're like are we allowing ourselves to pick it all up and yeah. i think when you're on psychedelics your brain goes and then antenna it's like putting one of those boosters on the back of your phone and you're like oh you want to see all of it mm-hmm you want to, cause you, there's a whole mess. See if you mess. can make sense of it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a whole mess going on that you're not seeing. This yeah, isn't hard. This is, yes, this is all, the air is all around us. There's a bunch of shit you're not perceiving. You want to change that? You want to open the doors of perception a little bit here, Huxley? You want to do that? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> cause that's the thing that comes with knowledge. I always think about the term ignorance is bliss. You know, it totally is. No doubt. Like I remember, like my stepbrother, I met him, and he was like, well, he's fucking like doesn't want to like read books, fucking." Dumb. And we just were so different when it comes to that shit. And I was kind of elitist prick, and he was just a simple dude. He fucking wanted to run around in the woods and fucking. And I was like, "Oh shit!" But it was like, I remember thinking, "God, ignorance is fucking bliss, dude. Just happy fucking doing what he fucking is doing in the moment." And yeah. I was like, kind of like, "Well, that's not how you do things. You worry about things in the future, and you're always kind of." setting a goal that gets you somewhere and, and setting times for everything. And it's like, yeah, there's some of that, but also you got to get back to that source space. You know, I just want to remind everybody, you got like 20 minutes. Otherwise rusty mills is going to win this pipe. No, we extended it till tomorrow. We extended it until tomorrow. Yeah. I'm okay. letting them all right in all right into. Well, uh, we can read some of Rusty's. He's got four of them. They're if he doesn't jokes. make us laugh, bone or cry, then it doesn't matter. Read them. The one I can't. 
the one I can't read. Overtly, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> xenophobic. It's not so much racy. It's just and it, it, xenophobic. <laughs> well played. Yeah, a little xenophobia. A little xenophobia. Okay, but you know, you want to read one of them and give them. Let's. All right, you can you email in to Twain. Twain. T W A I N at mycelial m y c e l i a l dot media m e d a m e d i a this is a tally pipe this is a tally pipe hang on hang on this is a tally pipe you can win it it's worth 53 bucks on the back side your little bowl all right there's your bowl there's your little carb and it's town if you guys want to win it, all you got to do is email in Hoosierspiscuit at gmail.com or Twain, T-W-A-I-N, at Mycelial, M-Y-C-E-L-I-A-L, dot media. You can win a tally pipe. It's not that hard. All you got to do is make us laugh, make us cry, and bone us up. All right. So again, this is my laptop one. Um, so read one of them. Uh, all right. Read the best one. Uh, well, I haven't gone through them all, but we'll give this I'm one. I'm straight face. We'll give this one. Dude, so he's got to make Let you me get all of emotion out of here. Either one of us. Okay. There once was a girl who wasn't feeling very. Hang on a minute. I feel like I'm going to laugh just because we're talking about not laughing. I want to laugh just reading a regular. I want to laugh just reading a regular sentence, and I'm not. You can't just get a pipe that easily. No, button it up, bud. Tighten it up. This is not going to be funny, and we're going to laugh our asses off. <laughs> this is not going to be funny, and we're going to laugh. There our once asses. was a girl who wasn't feeling very pretty, so she went to a genie to make her pretty. The genie told her that to make her feel pretty, he would make it so. Every time someone apologized to her, her boobs would increase by one size. So the girl's walking down the street and someone bumps into her and says, oh, I'm sorry. And the woman's boobs went up one size. So they really weren't sorry. Is that right? Then someone accidentally stepped on her foot and said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And her boobs, again, got one size bigger. Then she's walking down the street and a man from India bumps into her and says, Oh my God, a thousand apologies. I'm laughing at you doing that. <laughs> I was laughing at disgraced your. Are you ready for another one? Can we handle it? I don't know, bud. It did not bone me up. Did not make me laugh. This one might bone you up. This one might bone you up. for Rusty. This one might bone you up. What happens if you miss your ex-wife? Mm -hmm. You got to get better aim. I hate you. <laughs> oh, that was close. All right, here, here's... Uh, that was close, not really. Twain at mycelial.media. If you can make us laugh... Cry or bone us up. If you can make us laugh or cry or bone us up, 
Then we will give you a piper towelie. Imagine me like this. Two of them giving me all this makeup on my face. We don't test it on seals. Test it on Steve's face. <laughs> Just what? like all those hobos running that soup kitchen, testing it on Steve's face. Mom dance time. Well, Mom dance. Mom dance time. <laughs> Judy and Betty. Judy and Betty. I could see our moms just like dancing with some like younger Latin men who were like, Yo, we cantar esta canción. Yo, we cantar esta canción para mi gente. Like, one of my favorite things is. There it is. There it is. Oh. I'll chop this thing in half. My mom went to Jamaica. She's notoriously was you've you've seen the videotape the live footage from my bedroom, um, with my mom scolding me for finding marijuana devices. I've seen it. So it's been a battle, bud. It's been a battle, bud. The whole time trying to get my mom on board with cannabis. Within the last couple of years, she's like, "Whoa, pretty cool. I'm happy with some of your life choices. I see what you're doing. Now it's legalized medicinally. I guess you were kind of onto something. Still not quite sure about it." and not really buying the medicinal thing and eh, art what are you doing with your life still right. eh, underneath the surface like go be an accountant or something <clears throat> so with my <coughs> with my mom catching me um getting high you saw that one um and so we did the dance thing with we we're doing mom dance thing mm -hmm. and it was like judy and then so my mom goes to jamaica right Okay. And we were talking about, you know, like yeah. the Latin men dancing on my mom. My mom sends me a picture from Jamaica and she's like, oh, I'm going to try cannabis for the first time with just some, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, typical Jamaican looking guys, I guess you would say, you know, fucking just like some Bob Marley looking guys look like they were going to smoke. They look like guys you were going to smoke some weed on the beach sure. in fucking Jamaica with. I was sure. like, cool. Betty's fucking living her life. I love it. Um... So she tells me, oh, I was like, how was it? I was trying cannabis because I think maybe she tried it once when she was younger. I don't know. <clears throat> and this is a few years ago. <clears throat> so she goes, I don't know. I don't know if I really got high. And I was like, oh, really? Maybe you, know, you hear stories about people's first time. Like, I didn't really get that high. She's like, yeah, we smoked a little. And then I just felt kind of funny. And we were laughing about stupid stuff on the beach. And then we went swimming and the water felt kind of awesome. And then we went in and we ate at this little place, a little barbecue place on the corner that had the best uh, jerk chicken mm. that I ever great. tasted in my life. And then we laid on these lawn chairs at the beach and I fell asleep. And it was like, I woke up feeling pretty good. I'm like, being high, mom, that whole fucking experience is smoking a joint and being like, that's the deal. And she's like, I don't think so. I don't think that's, I don't think I got high. <laughs> I'm like, no, I think I was like, that uh, sounds like a textbook typical, got high. Yeah, mm. that's kind of the, the, the deal. I think she was expected to be like, whoa, fucking up. I'm walking on water, man. He's fucking out there. He's a maniac, maniac on the floor. And he dancing like I never danced before. Da-dee-doo-ba-ba-dee-doo-ba-ba-da-da. Do-da-da-ba-ba-da-da. 
<laughs> when these things run out of battery, do you just throw them on the ground and smash them into a million pieces? I do. <laughs> Damn and Danny. I mean, Danny. Danny Diamond. Yeah. Do. Fucking tosses it out like Danny an old Diamond piece of paper. Do. Like an old piece of paper, bud. It, I don't need no laptop. I'm going acapella. Let's do it. Baby, when I'm digging, baby, come take off your clothes. Little baby, darling, no one gonna know. I need the laptop. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. Remember they used to do that. That's a comedy powerhouse lineup. Steve Martin, Chebby, Chebby Chase. No Chevy. Oh, it's it was Chevy. <laughs> it was a V. What? I know, like Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry, like my wife's vagina. Right? That's the remix by uh, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> he loves that song. <laughs> Go into the levee, cause my my wife does not have vaginosis. <laughs> She's a doctor. She's a doctor, and she would know if she has vaginosis. <laughs> they never get wet down there. Vaginas don't get wet. I'll say it right Coach, here. Coach, you have a good day. Coach, Coach, um, I love you too, man. You're a great dude. It went a little early to this screen, but it's okay because I was going to build this up for a minute. Love you guys. Love you too, man. Time for work. Catch you on the next show. Oh, what does he think he can say to me? Because this is what I say to him. You're looking done in this town. <laughs> can you make that face again real close to the camera? You're looking done. <laughs> You guys want to have sex with each other? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. I meant to say that in my head. Oh, man. We need to push this back. We got to figure something out. Friendsgiving. It's the oh, that's hot. I'm looking at my face on there. I don't look bad. No, I, I, I know, bud. Oh, damn. Look at that at the end. God damn. If you're listening to this on the podcast, what's wrong with you? Watch <laughs> the live show, man. Jesus, lordy. We're up to 72 people on Twitch. Everybody share the Twitch stream. And then, oh, no, wait. We're doing something else for that. Craig said you write in an email or some bullshit. No, I didn't. You and Jason decided on that. He <laughs> no, said that was you. another one. Oh, we're going to give away oh, I'll fuck, It's on fucking record, bud. I'll look it up and clip it and put it on the show tomorrow. What you fucking said, pal. What do you want to give away for 200 Twitch followers? We got to start giving away shit. Handjob? For uh, uh, fucking 82 followers? Uh-uh. I mean, I, I, yeah. Sure. My handjobs are worth gold, sir. you what? never seen hands that work like this. 
I'll do things with my hand that is that intrigue you? Like if some guy if you're drunk at a party and they're like, the guy out back he gives mind blowing fucking hand jobs over there. You just fucking hear about is that a, is that what I think it is? Dude, it our like, our oh. our Discord server is just Wow wow. <laughs> our Discord server is on too. one. You go, you're at a nightclub. You're drinking with your friends. You're having a party. You're like, man, did you see the butt on that? That's what you're saying. This is before you're married. You're sure, just like a sure. macho yeah. man. You're like, yeah. And all these girls got you horned up. And you're like, what's up, gal? I'm Craig. I'm a middle linebacker. I'm going to be somebody one day. <laughs> and they're like, ew, no thanks. But you're getting all boned up. You're looking at pictures like this on the phone before... But you can't send pictures. That's illegal. Yeah, that's Rusty. You got to draw. Rusty's draw trying. I, I'll give Rusty this. Rusty's trying. Rusty's trying. He's not going to win it. But <laughs> Why try do you think Rusty's that? a guy? Why do you assume his gender? She's not going to win it. I don't know. Just because Rusty seems like a guy's name. It does. Um, yeah, but you're right, I guess. The thing of this, the thing about, see, the thing about the thing is this, friendo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got you. Did you know on the 21st we're going to have friends? <laughs> that's, what, that's what you're doing? You can't help me out? I'm trying, bud. <laughs> I, just got, I just got distracted. You're, you're, you're distracting me. That's the problem. You're no, always you're clickety-clacking. You're distracting. You're I'm setting things up. You I need to look. Story. I need to be engaged Why? with Why? you. Because that's you? how I Why? talk to people. <laughs> okay. I want, you, I want you that's to figure funny. out how to click-clack here. I can click-clack right there. Like this, okay. but still be here. No, you already broke eye contact. You already did it. Okay, let's see what he's got. Let's see what it... Okay, so what I was talking about earlier doesn't really matter now because we're almost... Why don't you go... I'm not going to repeat that. I'm not going to repeat that. Read it! Uh, why don't you go fuck your mother? <laughs> I'm not going to soil Betty's name. Um, all right, guys. We did it. We actually... Yeah, we did. You got a song? Where are you going to play a song for him? Yeah, I am going to play a song. What today. song are you going to play for him? Talk about our sponsors. I will do it. First, I'm going to tell you about Friendsgiving. It's next Saturday. It's a potluck. We're collecting uh, some uh, canned goods for the holiday helpings, folks. Steve-O, I'm actually going to probably head to Kansas City uh, one day this week, and I'm going to bring a bunch of canned goods that the St. Louis area uh, collected uh, to our friends uh, Rachel and Rachel and Christina uh, and Holiday Helpings, and they're raising, uh, they're just gathering a bunch of canned goods for people in need, trying to uh, help some people out during the helping, during the holidays. Hence the name Holiday Helpings. Uh, on the 21st, we're going to have a potluck Friendsgiving at Spanish Society. I'm going to smoke a couple birds. We're going to get everybody bring smoke a dish. And we're going to have a big old box of canned goods there. And <clears throat> so this year, uh, scouting for food got canceled. Were you, did we, we talked about, we were talked about, were you ever in the scouts or no? Yeah, I lost the Pinewood Derby and left. Oh. It was rigged. The Pinewood Derby was rigged? Yeah, dude, they had some kid had weight on his thing. Well, yeah, you can add weights up until no. up, they weigh your cards beforehand. Shit. And when they weighed his, the dude was like this. He was just it a little, was like, didn't quite oh, set ways. it. Didn't ways. quite set Oh, motherfucker. And I was like, is anyone else seeing this? Anybody else seeing this? What's going on in that car? It, it fucking shot off the fucking ramp like out of a window. It was flying so fast. Scout leader's son. It's rigged. South City fucking politics. Did you ever do scouting for food? Hell no, I 
trying. It was awesome, dude. That was that was my that was my I used shit. To chase those bobos off my property. Oh yeah, you didn't want to help people. Fuck. Why would we want it? Why would we want to help people need to eat? Oh, that you want to uh, propagate big boy scout because I've yeah. seen all my things. Yeah, I online. do. I do because that was all, one of my favorite days of you've the seen fucking all year. of the things St. I Louis, get on Facebook. Say, I know, I know. St. Louis is the uh, I think the highest performing scouting for food location every year in the world. Really? My dad was an Eagle Scout. Dude, it was always a... I mean, okay. it was really was fun. Like, you and your buddies going around, you go fucking... Like, have a competition. Who, I did it once. Which right. uh, which house has got the most canned goods out there? And I remember, like, my mom would always just load it down. I'm like, man, Ooh. we never did our neighborhood, you know? So it was like, uh, man, some Scout's gonna, like, fucking make out on our house. Man, he's gonna have the biggest bag of canned goods. You wouldn't go take them from your own house? No, nah, we usually go do other neighborhoods. I think maybe... I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't remember. Why wouldn't you? Um, I don't know. That, you're, it's a great question. Logistically, it makes no sense not to. <laughs> I'm just saying how it went down. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Ms. Marketing's going to change our lives. I can't wait. Could change yours. Can, I can't wait. Could All they're trying to life. do is take your small business and get you the people that, that, want to do, that you want to do business with and they want to do business with you. Everything is there for a match made in heaven. You guys just haven't found each other yet. That's Ms. Marketing Shop. Yeah. He finds the people that are going to love what you do and the people that you're going to love doing business with, and then he brings you together. That's what Ms. Marketing does. It's kind of similar to what Adam Bundren does with you and your dream home. You want to find your dream home. You, you need to What's, buy a house. Well, what do you need? And what Adam's like, look, the house is out there. You just don't have the right agent showing it to you. Yeah, man. And that's what Adam's going to do. And Steve's wife's going to take care of you. She's yeah, going to take, take care of you. She'll take real good care she's, of you. She's running the fucking show over there. Yeah, Adam is, is just a figurehead. She's the best head. employee of all Adam time. is just a yep, fucking figurehead. Just a pretty face. Yep. Well, Jenny is the ass and tits of that company, man. <laughs> no doubt, sir. The heart and soul ass and tits. No doubt, sir. That's what it is. Yep. Bottom line is, Adam Bundrum wants to help you find your dream home. And help you sell hours a day. your old... Shanty, yep. fucking falling apart piece of crap home that you live in now. What are you even doing there? Have a little self-respect. Get out of that stupid house. Let Adam sell it. Grow. Before, just grow, would you? Grow, grow like you went to Bo, to Bo at Grow Active Solutions. Just do that. All right? Do a little growing. Grow. Grow at home like I am. Got the tent set Steve's up. Steve's got the tent set up, buddy. And the light. I do have to call Bo, though. I don't know which way the best way to, uh, to do the filtration system Guess is. what? He's going to help you. Yes. I, I have a question about the filtration system. I'm going to call him today, and he's going to say, hey, bud, here's how, here's how I would set it up. Because I'm looking online. If you're going to grow at home, online can be overwhelming. It can be very. I agree, dude. I agree. I, I did not the think amount I could, of information. I, didn't think I could do this. Like, I, I, but I when really... someone's guiding you, if you get it down the basic, the ba- basic fucking facts of it, then you're gonna be able to do it. And I'm I'm confident in myself that we can. I, I can be able to do this. I'm gonna be your caregiver, right? Isn't yes, sir. How are you doing this fucking whole deal? Yes, sir. Um, guys, James Carlton, if you need insurance, he's the guy. He just wants to protect the things that you I love. Mean, he's the best. He wants to show his love for you by protecting the things that you love. James Carlton is so easy to do business with. Yeah, he's a joke. 314-961-4800. Everybody in his office are going to bust their ass to make sure you have the best insurance product on the market. Can't argue with that. 4800.
Did we miss anybody? Sweet Leaf Emporium. Who? Sweet Leaf Emporium. Oh, where we're at? Right Sweet now? Leaf Emporium. Yeah. Uh, we're at a discreet location in I, Rio de Janeiro. I love Jason Long. I think Jason Long is a lot of what's right in this world. Um, and I hope that, uh, you know, we can, I know that we are going to create a space here where people are just going to be like, you know what, I'm going to take a little trip to Festus today, hang out with my buds. Maybe grab a new pipe. Don't maybe linger. Grab, maybe grab some some high-quality CBD products like Native Hemp. High-quality H2O. But I'll tell you what, right now, if you go to nativehempextract.com, this is no bullshit. We sold 10 bottles on Saturday when we, uh, when we announced it, okay? The prices have gone down at Native Hemp Extract. And if you go to nativehempextract.com, you click on their 1,800-milligram total Holy cannabinoid shit. bottle like this right here. Holy shit. 64 Don't. bucks, guys. 64 dole hairs. That's unfucking believable. Don't drop it. I don't think I can get that's it because I ain't got a hand. That's well, it is. If I'm up here, it's fucking insane. That's so easy as you thought, man. Why'd you pick the sample? Get, don't do the sample. Give him like the full thing here, bud. All right, I got to do this. 64 bucks is a gosh damn home run right now it is the best spend, deal around. if you spend over a hundred bucks you'll get free shipping too this one's by sawmill joe well i ain't nobody's problem but my own yeah i ain't Nobody's problem but my own Said I ain't nobody's issue Don't you come around, babe I don't miss you at all Ain't nobody's problem but my own Y'all ready for this? No, no, no Where I found myself a place Every smile that you waste Every other careless look you ever tossed aside In my heart I know that it's true I can go loving you And it's a truth that don't feel good, honey It feels right Where I ain't nobody's problem but my and I ain't nobody's problem but my own Said I ain't nobody's issue Don't you come around, baby I don't miss you at all Ain't nobody's problem but my own I've had my share Got plenty of people Who really care And at times might get wicked Honey, in my pride But I smoke that mountain
mountain air Honey, I've been here and I've been there And at times I might get lonely I don't cry Well, I ain't nobody's problem but my own Well, I ain't nobody's problem but my own Well, I ain't nobody's issue Don't you come round, baby, I don't miss you at all Ain't nobody's problem but my own Well, there's times in night when it's cold outside The moon don't shine, the winds are crying Wondering if you're at home, you might let me back inside by the old wood stove We can kindle up Some burned out coals And we can love ourselves Like the days of old Singing no, 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 no Because I ain't nobody's problem But my own There ain't nobody's problem But my own There I But my home Cowabunga <laughs>